two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. and welcome as i just went through puberty to generation x gaming the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way what the hell was that so it's the it's the new year i I had to catch my voice i sat on my nutsack or something i don't know what happened there guys welcome welcome to 20 2021 and welcome to generation x gaming uh joining me each and every single week is sarge mccluskey how's it going sarge Happy New Year, people! Happy New Year! I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what that was. I was like, just, I, I literally just something happened there. Uh, the uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. This is episode two forty six, the very first episode of season number seven, Sarge. This is the start of season seven of of our of our podcast. Um, on today's show, we're going to be talking a lot about different topics that we haven't gone over in the last couple of weeks. Now, for instance, what the hell is this? Where's my, uh, where is my submit? Oh, there it is. We're going to be talking about, uh, are you are you a fan of The Mandalorian, Sarge? You watch The Mandalorian now. Are you a fan? I've been watching the entire thing. <laughs> All right. So Mandalorian might be making an appearance in the Disney parks. So we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is free next week on the Epic Game Store. Uh, we're going to talk about maybe a Switch Pro coming into... Uh, there, there, there's no maybe. For what? The Switch Pro? There's no maybe. Oh. Uh, also, U.S. patent. Now it was filed back in 2018, but now it's filed again in 2020, or last year in 2020, uh, that Xbox is trying to make a new controller to compete with PlayStation. Uh, we're going to be talking about gaming sales. We're going to be talking about Outriders uh, delay on today's show. We're going to be talking about Capcom. Oh wait, I just said Capcom. Am I allowed to say Capcom, Sarge? Am I allowed to say Capcom, or is Capcom coming for I us? I, I don't think. You, I don't think you can. can. Can you say Capcom? I don't even know Capcom. I don't know if we can say Capcom, but we're going to try. We're going to talk about Back for Blood and live service games. Um, it's a game coming out. It's Left for Dead. We all know it's Left for Dead, right? We like Left for Dead. But do we like Left 4 Dead with the live service model to it? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Wonder Woman and its fantastic, fantastic movie it was. Sorry, you both watched that. So we're going to talk about that. It's soaring. We're, we're going to be soaring. we're going to be talking about Xbox Series XS. Uh, it could be it, it could mean two different things, and we're going to talk about that as well. Um, and then yeah, and anything else that pops up, games that we've played and such welcome to chat how's it going chat welcome welcome 2021 i hope uh, everyone had a uh, safe and healthy new year the seven days did you make it we're, we're, we're seven days in did everyone make it so far we're good did everybody at least get one thing they wanted for christmas or hanukkah or festivus Festi- or festivus for the rest did, of did us everybody get a, did everybody get a gift that you actually wanted is my question <clears throat> 
Outriders uh, community manager apparently confirmed the delay is due to marketing and not polishing of the game. Oh, so they're Bullshit. liars. Oh, wait, no, no, that's fine. So that means Bullshit. they're liars on top of that, then. Is that is that what we're saying, Joel? Bullshit. Bullshit. Sarge, for some reason, your microphone doesn't sound like it's the right microphone coming through. Tap on your microphone oh. for a second. Nope, it's not. I'm getting it through the... Uh... Nope. You gotta make sure. What? No, now you're muted. Now I can't hear you. That's not good. Yeah, it's it's a completely different microphone. Oh my god! Which was not like that when we went live, like before we went live. Because it, it sounds very tap tap the tap the camera on the on the no tap the the microphone on the camera. Like tap your camera for a second. No, it's not that either. That's weird. What's it coming through then? Fantastic. This is how it always happens. We'll get the bugs out in 2022. Nope. Nope. You can't hear me at all? No, I can hear you. It's just not coming through that microphone. Well, this is this is getting retarded now. <laughs> we'll go it's on. Just, it's just getting retarded. We'll, just go on. We'll just we'll just, just go, go on. on. So we'll we'll fix it in post. Which we won't, because there is no post. This is it. This Whatever. is it's live. Whatever. So now it's I'm basically coming through one of the microphones around me, tap, just not the one I need. Tap tap the microphone. Uh, that's 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 what's coming through. It's on your Yeti. You need to shut the the Yeti off and put it on the whatever your the other thing is called. The only two inputs I have is Yeti and high definition audio H device. High definition audio device. Now, now tap the microphone. No. <laughs> I love how when I said tap it, Sarge like slammed it. Like the people with the earphones in their heads right now are like, oh my God. So this is what we're going to do on the uh, on the uh, Generation X Gaming podcast today. We're going to do tech support with Sarge. Is it plugged in? Is it plugged in? No, that's that's not it. That's not it. That's not it? <laughs> nope. nope. That's not it there? It's, it's not. No. I, I don't hear it in my in my headset. How about that? Nope. This is great. Going well so far, isn't it? Just, just go on. <laughs> so dumb, dude. I swear to God, so Chad. Dumb. You guys don't understand. Before the show, we, we get live at 7 o'clock, right? We sit down. We go over the stories that we're going to do. We do all audio checks. We do everything. So and aggravating. everything was fine. Soon as I hit the live button every single week for 246 episodes, <laughs> it always it's something so goes wrong. Always something it's goes so wrong. All right. So, Sarge, what have you been playing since the well, last Well, <laughs> no, no, don't scream. Don't scream. <laughs> what, what have you been playing? Just, just talk. It's fine. Okay. So, it's a loaded question. Of course, I'm playing Destiny. All right, I have a question okay, for you. So Hold on, before you start not, talking, why don't you move the other microphone in front of your mouth? <laughs> this is. <laughs> How about now? Forget. Just, just don't scream. Yeah, just lower, lower, yeah. lower your volume or whatever you have to do. Okay, fantastic. 
So what have you been playing, Sarge? Yeah, so once again, it's a loaded question because you guys all know that I've been playing Destiny. There's no there's no hiding that fact. I've been stuck in a house for two months, so I'm playing Destiny. Um, I'm playing Wasteland 3 because I love the series and I love uh, the RPG. I've been playing that one since the 80s. Um, besides that one, been playing, I've been, I played through the entire Gears 5, uh, both campaigns. Uh, Gears being a first-person IP for Xbox... I have to say, I I didn't play the middle ones. I didn't play. I don't think I, I don't think I played Judgment or Four. Right. But a, after coming back, they do a really nice job. The, the the studio does a really nice job. Like I like the story for Gears, uh, and they they have improved things. It's it's not so clunky when you're running around. You know, it's more fluid. You still feel heavy, but you don't feel like a brick trying to do ballet. You know, it's it's done well. The horde mode's done well. The story's done well. Uh, once again, for some strange reason, though, it's the same eight, nine guns, and everyone seems to be fine with it. Right. In PvP, everyone seems fine playing with just the, yeah, the amount of guns. Everybody, and, yeah. everybody seems fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because they don't have to balance oh, every every and, everything. And Avengers, I got two characters to 132. Ooh, 132. Look at the... Yeah. yeah. Look at this big boy growing up here with the two. What, what characters do you have at 132? Thor and uh, Iron Man. I just I just completed today. I completed uh, Miss Marvel's uh, challenge card and Kate's challenge card. So now I have five of the seven, five of the seven um, completed. As far as uh, gears, what did you like about gears? Because I played it like a year ago um, when it first came out, or a year and a half ago. What was it 2019 is when it came out? The end of 2019. So what did you like about it? Like, do you like the story, did you like, I mean, the, the gunplay is Gears. Like, gun, the gunplay for Gears is Gears. You know what I mean? It hasn't changed much. Okay, well, if you, when you're out of practice, like, you've been playing Destiny for so long, or I've been playing Destiny for so long and, and Division, like, you start to realize how much aim assist there really is in those games mm. because Gears has zero aim assistance. Like, unless unless I did never turned mine on because I don't like to cheat that way, whatever the game starts is, is how I leave it. But you really have to aim properly with a gears gun. You just can't shoot in the general direction of the hitbox. Because when I use the standard Lancer, I'm burning through. And when I first started playing, I was burning through almost an entire clip to kill one guy. You can't can't kill a guy with one clip each time. You're never going to make it. Right. right. But I do like the fact that it's hard. Uh, I died a lot. Like, you can't just mosh through shit. Uh, I thought I could. Like I, I put the guns on that were my favorite. I'm like, oh, I got the guns. That's it's all I need. Uh, the ha, the I, I don't, I don't know what to call them anymore. I forget what their name is. I, I have four games of bug type people enemies in my head, and I, I'm still suffering from beer bug brain, and I don't want to get it wrong. The locust. Yeah, it was okay, lo so locust. Yeah. The the locust. The AI is pretty damn good. Like I will, I give them credit. Uh, they know how to flank. They know how to to keep you moving. Um. And even though you think you might be in a safe spot, that new gun they added to the game, the the I call it Cheese Master, but basically it's around the corner gun. It fires a bullet that fires straight out, and then when it gets over the cover you're behind, it shoots straight down and then explodes. It's like a Cheese Master. It's like anything that's behind cover, you can just automatically hit it. Right. Right. So they're cheesing the the AI was cheesing me, which was hilarious. 
but um, they do a really nice job. The story, I know this game is fucking old now as far as video games go, but the story was done really well. It, it kept me playing for the entire campaign. Like, I didn't want to stop. Um, the flow is good. Um, the characters are all memorable. They make you they make you care about everybody in the game. Yeah, uh, everybody's got their own, everyone's got their own like personality. <laughs> um, it, it was it's done really well. I, I I have to say that there's there's gems in the rough when it comes to certain types of play styles, and I think that the development team that did this Gears game I don't remember who they are. Forgive me. They did a nice job. What did you think about the uh, the horde mode and all the? Because uh, we played a horde mode a couple times, right? What did you think about all the? things that you can unlock and 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 can I don't, progress I, and do all that stuff yeah i don't i don't i don't particularly like the horde mode as much it feels too confined like you're in a box doing things even though the maps are a little bit more semi-open uh, they've always been like a it's like a steel cage match you're like in a certain area and you have to hold the position it's not like um a larger area where it's tactically advisable to set up defenses in certain areas. It's more like uh, everyone, we pick a spot, we we say this is the spot we're going to defend, and then we proceed to defend there around the area. Like you, you right. build defenses. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad, but I have to say, compared to the other horde modes I've played in the Gear series, this one seems kind of tame. Like they were afraid they were going to hurt somebody's feelings if someone played horde mode and they did a bad job. So it's really easy. Well, like we you're, like your you're 15 well, rounds well, is, is very easy. We played we played on the on the easier intermediate. Cuz even even on intermediate that seemed no, I didn't feel threatened. Well, that's I think it's the second tier up. Like there's four tiers. If we went up, you would have been like it the, the AI is actually really good and really tough in that but game. What I'm saying is on normal, which is the standard, on normal I didn't feel threatened at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it. But I played on the higher ones, and it's actually really, it's really fun. Sort of like yesterday when we were playing Star Wars Battlefront, uh, Battlefront Two, and we were, we were doing that co-op, that co-op stuff. Um, how the AI was just rushing us, and we actually lost a couple of times. Like it gets, it gets pretty difficult. It gets pretty. You get overwhelmed by they. They start swarming you, and then like that one guy comes in and starts. You know, if like for instance in, in Battlefront, if like uh, Count Dooku came in or boss came in and started gassing us and stuff like that we were like oh my god we were like freaking out you know what i mean so well it's i i don't expect a hundred percent challenge from an ai but when the ai is programmed correctly that stops you from cheesing where it does make a challenge like sometimes they swarm yes that's a big thing for the ai they wait until they swarm. they wait until you well let's be honest though you're actually killing yourself when you do this kind of move because the faster we're killing the guys because we think we're badass, the more they're all they're all spawning around the same time in the back end. Mm. So when they're moving, they're moving together as this giant group. Right. Right. So you you cause your own problem when it comes to that kind of AI programming. But at the same time, I'm not sure if the game actually follows the rule where a guy on the AI team has to kill a certain number of guys before he can afford to buy a Jedi or an advanced character. Yeah. Or does the or does the AI just allow itself to get one every so often during the match? Like I don't know how that works because you don't really see behind the scenes. I, However, when I do see that happen, it does give you a little bit more of a challenge, though, because you think you're badass. You got your big cannon out. You're running around. You think you're 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 God's gift to gaming, and you turn the corner, and it's Darth Maul or 
a Jedi just standing right there. And and the and the best thing about it is it's not like what a human player does. Like when they first see you, it's an immediately kill. Right. And then they teabag you and move on. Like the AI guy, he'll sit there and he stands there and he stares you down. Yeah. And that... he'll like move he'll yeah. move like back and forth and you like you're in panic mode. Like you don't know whether to shoot or dodge or whatever. There's a moment of panic in your in your in your reflexes, and so you, you'll twitch. You're like you because you don't know what to do, and he'll just sit there and he's doing one of these. Yeah, he's, he's like staring you down. Yeah, he's like and and, and, the, and the blade's doing this, and then like and I just start to run, and then you hear yeah. It's it's almost comical because if you see your friend getting uh, stared down by an AI Jedi. It's almost hilarious because you're watching him freak out. Yeah, yeah. And the AI guy is just very cool, cool, calm, and collective. He's just waiting there. And like, and sometimes if something else happens in the area, he'll get distracted and he won't come after you direct, directly. But if you see him and nothing else is going on, you got about three seconds tops yeah, before you're done. La last night we re recreated the uh, Rogue One hallway sequence. We were like, Darth Vader was down the hallway and just came at us all. We were like, we're like, what the hell? He's like, throwing throw the saber. I'm like, this is an NPC. This is an NPC guy. Are you sure. Like, we were playing right. four player co op, and it, yeah. the NPCs were. It, it felt more more like you were playing real people. And I actually, I, mean, like, I actually like, I kind of like it because they actually give like names to like when you kill the NPCs. They actually have real names, like real, like like names that you're playing against people. It's like weird. Yeah, yeah the stormtroopers got the TK numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's listen, the the game is done visually beautiful. Like I would love to see that what it would look like. Oh, it was using, so, it using, so advanced, good. using the advanced systems. Yeah, if, if it was on the next gen, the Series X and the PlayStation Five. Look, anyone can fight me on this. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is probably one of the most beautiful games created. Not just on Xbox One. Like, ever. Like, ever. It's visually stunning. Like, the photorealism and the technology they did for that game. I mean, I can't believe EA did it. I know I know, DICE did it, but it's part of EA. It's the most, one of the most beautiful games you'll ever see as far as the photorealism. It's so, it's, it's, you're looking at it in the background. You're just like, man, look at the detail they've done with this. Like you look at it and it looks so good. And if you have a, if you're playing on PC, which here's a, here's a plug, right? Epic next week. Okay. Starting next week, Star Wars. Um, oh, let me bring this over here. Starting next week, we have uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 will be free on the Epic Game Store next week. Okay. So if you have a good gra graphics card, okay, it's going to look phenomenal. So between January 14th and the 21st, uh, 21st uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the Celebration Edition, uh, marks the first time that Star Wars Battlefront 2 has been available on the Epic Game Store. Star Wars Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition is the most content-complete version of the game that players can get out of the gate. And should be uh, should keep fans busy for a while. Okay, here here's my question on that, Sarge. And this wasn't one of the topics, but now that I'm reading this, in the past they were supposed to make a battlefront. They were supposed to make a battlefield, battlefront, battlefield, battlefront, battlefield, battlefront. Now battlefront three was supposed to come out. It came out 2015. It was came out in 2017, right? And it was supposed to come out in 2019. Do you think because of the resurgence of the Mandalorian and talk about talk about the greatest comeback? Okay, the Mandalorian. Well, let's not let's not call it an well, official not, comeback. Not, let's, not yet. let's call it let's let's call it the defibrillator. Okay. Well, the defibrillator. Star Wars was dead. Okay, Star Wars was dead 
right? Someone like walked by and saw it on the ground and was like, what happened? And they're like, eh, all right. And they're like, ah, oh, Star Wars is back, right? He's back, baby. The Mandalorian series has brought back Star Wars so much so that do you think EA, I hate that they're doing it, but do you think EA comes out with Battlefront 3? Do you think they come out with Battlefront 3 next year, 2022? Okay, so what I'm what I'm going to do for this year and we're going to we're going to keep track now cuz this is early in the year. It's only the this is the first show. Okay? What I have is I have this notepad that I have out and I'm calling this notepad the big book of bull. All right, the big okay. the big book of bull. Okay. The big book of bull. So anytime we're going to discuss whatever we're going to discuss about ideas about what they will do or not do or or whatever kind of calamity we think is going to come, I'm going to write down the date what we talked about and the day that we're talking about it. So like today it'd be like the 7th and then if we're talking about like the end of the year, I'll say this month that month is what we're talking about. So for the first in for the first input for the big book of bull, okay. I'm gonna have to make a and, I'm gonna have to make a sound bite. Big book of bull. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what's gonna happen for this year, okay? And don't 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 think I forgot, guys. This is the year of the remake, by the way. So we're gonna keep track of all the games that come out this year that are remakes, okay? So we're gonna keep track of that also. Remake. Right. So this year, they have to make a splash. They have to make a comeback. And they have to do something because, of course, Call of Duty is going to have another game waiting for them at the end of the year anyway. Well, that's 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 uh, not that's not EA though. That's Activision no, 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 and no, no, Sledgehammer. No, no, we're talking about we're talking about piles of stuff that happened oh, at the end of the year. So okay. Call of Duty's got their game coming out. So EA, Dice, whichever whichever studio is working on the new Battlefield game, okay, we're definitely going to hear something for E3. That's going to be a given. Whether it comes out before then is the is will be the surprise. Oh, moment, no, nothing's coming right? out this year. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no, yes, it is. You think a Star Wars game is coming out this year? No, no, no. Let me finish the thought, okay? You can't come out with a Battlefront 3 until the Battlefield game is out, okay? All right, well, Battlefield's coming out this year. They're not mixing them together. They're not mixing them together. So you're you're not seeing Star Wars anything Battlefield until probably next year. Yeah, that's what I said, 2022. If if, if they go back into that same rhythm. Yeah. You're going to get a Battlefield game this year. There's no way a Star Wars game is coming out in that type of genre this year. Right. Well, I didn't no say shot. that. I, I meant 20. I yeah, said 2022. No I said 2022. Yeah, no shot. No shot. So, no shot. so you think 2022 earliest? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because not only is it going to be a, a gotcha game, but it's going to be have to, it's going to have to be structured around other things related to star Wars, because that's how they do it now because it's all part of the Disney plan. So I'm assuming that something else will be happening next year that will warrant the cross promotion of that game. All right, here's my mark this down in the big book of bull. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Battlefield Six is coming out this year. It's going to be modern, whatever. Okay. Star Wars will come out in 2022 in October. Okay, an October re- release or November of 2022. Battlefront Three. Okay, not a Star Wars game. Battlefront 3 will come out in 2023. Okay. 2023? I'm sorry, 2022. 2022. 2022. October, November of 2022. And they will have it coincide leading to 
because right now we don't know when Mandalorian season two is actually. We don't know if it's the beginning of January next year, 2022, or if it's the end of 2022. But I think they're going to incorporate everything we have here in Battlefront 2. Okay. They're going to put other things in. Okay. They're going to put... Define, define other things. Other, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that right. Let me finish a thought. Uh, they, uh, they're they going to bring in Ahsoka. They're going to bring in other, other characters that they didn't bring in this time. Okay. They're going to bring in uh, landscapes that they introduced, like uh, Typhon... Uh, 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 Tythos, all right, uh, from Mandalorian, right, where the Jedi, where you put them on the, on the rock, they're gonna they're gonna take areas that we've now been established in the Mandalorian as places for us to play in, right, play in the world of, of and of that. course, and of course a BR. Well, I don't know about a BR, but of course, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think I don't think the, I, I, I don't think they'll bring in a BR. I don't. It's for kids. I don't. But Absolutely that's not the, that's BR. not that's not the market of Star Wars. Absolutely, that's BR. that's not the market of Star Wars. The you Star Wars letting, market. You're, you're not letting twenty million kids run around in Fortnite and tell me you're not going to put BR that, inside of a that, Star Wars. That, the Star Wars market is not kids like that, right? The Star oh. the Star Wars the Star Wars the Star Wars that people are playing right now are people that have jobs and there and have kids. Okay, that's who Star Wars fans are. Okay, hence which goes into our next story. Okay, let me finish my thought first. Okay, but. 2022, Battlefront 3, or whatever Star Wars you want to call it, but it's going to be this game, Battlefront 3, okay? And they're going to in incorporate Mandalorian, they're going to incorporate the Rebels, they're going to incorporate Ahsoka, they're going to incorporate all those characters in that game. And that's what they're going to do. And... I'm even going to go on the edge. They're going to put in a Galactic Conquest. I'm just saying, Galactic Con If we're going into the big book of Bull, I'm going to put that in there. The, the actual Galactic Conquest is coming. Python, thank BR, you very much. BR, BR all the way. Statistical data shows that uh, players didn't like Conquest in Battlefront. So that's why they got rid of it to begin with. But everyone loves a good BR, don't they? Come on, kids. You like Fortnite, right? <laughs> you have phones, don't you? So the next story I want to talk about is leading from the Star Wars to more Star Wars, right? So because The Mandalorian is such a popular show and have have brought back Star Wars to the to the the brink of disaster. The Mandalorian could be on its way to the Disney theme parks. And you're you're like, well how's this gonna work? That's 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 not a that's not a could. Right. Well that's a it's a it's we, a will. We talked about this and those of you that know that I I'm on I live in Orlando, Florida, right? I live in Central Florida. We go we have annual passes all the time. I talk about Disney a lot on this on this podcast. Um when we went to the park when it first opened up, I said it was cool, but I said it was missing something. And it was missing my Star Wars. Okay, and when I say my Star Wars, I mean our Star Wars. The original trilogy, 4, 5, and 6. The prequels, 1, 2, and 3. And it was, none of that was there. None of it. It's all gone, and it's 7, 8, and 9. And it just feels, now my son loves it. He's like, this is really cool. And I'm like, eh. But my son doesn't have a, a wallet and he doesn't have a checkbook and he also doesn't have a bank account, right? So he's not buying shit from there because I have the wallet, the checkbook and the thing. And I'm like, you're not buying that, right? And I'm not the only one, right? Families all over the place are like, that's not our Star Wars. That's not Star Wars. That's not, that's not, that's not it, right? So now Disney... 
I don't know if you want to if you want to thank the pandemic. I don't know if you want to thank uh, us, the people that don't want to spend money on that that type of Star Wars, Disney Star Wars. But there's there's something going on, and now Disney is looking into converting, okay, Galaxy's Edge into present day Star Wars, which is the Mandalorian timeline. So Ray Ray, bye bye, okay. And they're going to bring in Mandalorian and like this era of stormtroopers, you know, the Empire stormtroopers. They're thinking about bringing Luke Skywalker walking around, which means then Darth Vader could walk around because he's still. In the, well, actually, he isn't, but he is. You know what I'm saying? It's in that it's in that timeline. I don't know if they're doing five years, if they're doing the exact same moment, but you see what I'm saying? They're bringing back the original Star Wars into the parks because they know that dad and mom who grew up as a Star Wars fan can relate more to that. And then their kids look up to them and go, oh, yeah, my mom and dad like that. I like that, too. Right. Like they like stuff as well. But they're they're trying to market towards the original Star Wars fans and not the new Star Wars fans that like BRs. You see what I'm saying? Well, let's be honest. Do you really think that we're going to get behind financially and spiritually and and emotionally behind taking our characters and turning one into a deadbeat dad, one into a homicidal homeless man who wants to kill his own family and one into Mary and, Poppins? And, right. And right. Do you think that we're going to support that in any way? There's no. No. So let let Disney do what Disney has to do, which is suck it up, lose a ton of money rebrand again because they thought they were gonna have to do it the first time but and they're gonna so basically they're not gonna get rid of the millennium falcon they spent too much no money no, no, no. That, let's but, stay there but somewhere but somewhere on the property they're gonna put in the mandalorian ship uh well no they don't have to because it they could it blew up it doesn't matter well i know but i, I don't think they will they could they could maybe put it into the Star Tours ride, like you ride into it visually, something like that. But I don't think they will. I don't think it's that but iconic a ship that they're gonna put it in. It's along the listen, it's along the same lines where you're you're basically you're on life support right now. So yes, you brought back Star Wars from the dead because it was dead, and now it's in ICU on a on a in an iron lung. You know, basically right. it's 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 on life support. So now <laughs> we have to we have to Nurture it, pet it, feed it, love it, and try to get it to grow again, right? Right. Because they're building, they're building from scratch, right? So it, it's possible for people to sw switch over their minds when they see that something's going to happen in a more positive light from Disney. But at the same time, you can't say that you let all these people destroy an entire generation generation of people's uh, faith in their religion basically because star wars isn't just an ip people star wars basically is a religion right people believe in star wars it's not like i i like star wars no they believe in star wars like they they relate it to present day situations and present day thinking like this is the way we should be this is the way we should be a little bit more catered toward the jedi mentality that all the stories that happen within the star wars universe you can relate to because it's based in our world so now you destroyed all that, and now you want to try to make a buck on it. Like, that's the difference. Like, it's going to take a little bit of time before people warm up to the ideas. Oh, well, they're coming back around, but they still want me to buy a $15 cheeseburger. Like, that's – it's not going to happen, like, immediately, right? It's going to take a lot of, a lot of work here to get right. the people back on board. Right.
Well, it it wouldn't be that hard to turn Galaxy's Edge into Tatooine. It wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. Well, it, let's, it, let's, let's let's be honest, dude. It's a desert planet. Like, what are we talking about? The forest planet, the desert planet, yeah. the ice planet, the yeah. swamp planet. It's a very basic palette. Yeah, it's, we're talking it's about. no man's sky planet. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Not. And by the way, that doesn't affect the story that much. No. No. But it is a template for the background. Is it a dense city planet? Is it a desert planet? A for it's. It is what it is. Right. But you want to know why that doesn't matter? Because the backdrop isn't as important as the story. The story being told with characters that are meaningful to people who are watching it. Not just guys on a screen reading a script and then jumping and shooting and flying away. Like, that's not what Star Wars is. Right. That's not what it was. That's not what it should be. So when they learn that lesson, which I think they might have learned a little bit from Mandalorian, then we'll see those kind of things repeated in a more positive way. All right, so that's uh, that's the Star Wars news for today. I, I, we talked about this a long time ago, but there's a new group of people in here now. You, you guys understand that there are actual Jedi in the world right now, right? You know this, right? Like you think it's a it's a movie thing only, but there are there is a group there's of a religion. Sure. There's a religion. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if you guys understand this, but there was a group of people, and I'm, I'm sure they've they've been working hard the last probably six or seven years. But they were they were collecting money like like a religious group would collect money like the Catholic Catholicism or Judaism or whatever they're collecting money, and they were looking for a location on the globe to build a Jedi temple, like an actual Jedi temple, not like a Disney style Disney World Jedi temple. I'm talking like a real Jedi temple, All right? And the people who are starting this up are actually teaching people. It's basically like, like the monk, the monk kind of lifestyle, like your a religious it, belief in, in trying to do good to others, and they are actually making a Jedi temple yes. to train Jedi. Yeah. So, so the actual if you don't if, if you don't think if you don't think Disney shitting on our religion is a big deal, that's a big deal. It's, it's the deal. International Church of Jediism. Okay, mm -hmm. it's called the Temple of the Jedi Order. It's act it's an actual religion. It's 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 they, it's they, real. They, yeah, it's 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 a real place. It's a, it's a real place. Um, they Jediism is a philosophy mainly based on the depiction of the Jedi characters of Star Wars media. Jediism attracted public attention in 20, 2001 when a number of people recorded their religion as Jedi on a national, uh, you know, uh, vote thing, whatever. So, um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's so it's, it's been around it's been around um since well it's 20 years. It's been around for 20 years. Yeah, let me see. Uh in United States in 2005 it became a actual registered. It's a Temple of Jedi Order was registered in Texas. It was granted an IRS tax exemption in 2015 and in May of 2005 an article of Growth Jedi Religion by the Catholic author uh John M Sweeney was the most read article on the website. So during the drafting, they in 2007, they opened up a branch in the United Kingdom. And there's also one in 2015 that opened up in Turkey. So there's three three spots, Texas, the UK, and Turkey. So there you listen, go. Whatever, I can, listen, I, I don't view the world as pessimistic as you guys like me to think so. You know, I, I, I've seen a lot of shit. I know there's a lot of shit out there. But to think that we are trying to better ourselves and trying to copy 
a religious belief from a movie in order to better our own civilization is mind-blowing to me. It's mind-blowing to me. Like, it would be like, it, imagine, <laughs> imagine like 100 years from now, like if, if there's a dispute someplace, you actually call a Jedi? Like you actually call, like you call one up, you're like, listen, we got problems. Yeah. I said, these two countries are going to go to war. They're fighting over the last bit of oil in the area, blah, blah, blah. And so instead of sending like armies to kill each other, they send a negotiator. They send the Jedi to go mediate the dispute as opposed to sending like a diplomat. You send the Jedi. You send him over. Right. Like, I'm, like it blows my mind that it actually might be a thing. Like that's madness. Yeah, I thought I thought it was oh, for sure. For sure, water. Yeah, same type of same type of uh discipline. Absolutely. Um yeah, so it, it's a religion. It's not I mean, I guess I guess whoever you you know, half half full or half empty, right? Is it a religion or a cult? Whatever, I guess whatever you want to look at it as, it's a religion. People it's it's a religion. It's a religion for people. Listen, it, listen if you if you if you can get enough people together, donate to the cause, and then file to the government that you are an actual religion and you don't gotta pay taxes on property, then you're religion. Right. A cult would be like Twitch and their followers, right? Like right. everyone here is like, <laughs> you're part of my cult. No, no, there's no there's no cult. No, I'm being serious. Yeah, no, if, I, yeah. if it's if it's if it's done legally, they they fall into the same category as Catholicism and the rest of them. They, they they pay no taxes on real estate. They 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 have the same benefits as any other religion. It's actually kind of crazy. Oh, sweet! Real quick, Tweak, a longtime listener and friend, uh, just passed his license. Uh, Tessin got his license, and he's an RN. Right? Awesome! Congratulations, man. He was busting his ass for years uh for years to get this so uh chat show some love for tweak for accomplishing something uh he he he's been doing it for a long time he's been uh taking a studying all the time dude studying all the time and and he's not young he's not a young he's not a spring chicken he went back and he's he's doing the he changed up careers and went and went to back to school and and got it cool so good for you man it's awesome. Congrats, man. All right. So the next story, uh, U.S. patent. Now, the patent was filed in 2018, and then it was refiled refiled um, for this year. Now, it's a controller that they're trying to make. Um, where, where the hell is it? I can't find it now. Come on now. It is, let me bring it up. If you can see it, I don't know if I can make it any bigger. I can't uh, open link. And it doesn't go to the link. Awesome. Does love technology. So basically it's a patent for the uh, the controllers. It's a United States patent. I can't make it any bigger. Um, that PlayStation uh, or Xbox is trying to make their uh, controller like PlayStation. Now a survey went out. A survey went out uh, on the uh, for Xbox users, which I thought was pretty pretty strange and weird. As far as why would they send out a why would they send out a survey to Xbox users to see if they um, what's it called? See if they like the PlayStation controller, All right? And when they decided they wanted to do this, I thought it was kind of strange. I'm like, well, if the people that you're asking like the PlayStation controller with the with the new feedback on it, 
why would they ask the Xbox users for it? Because the it's such a small, minute population that own a PlayStation and an Xbox. I know what you're saying. A lot of people in chat, my go, I own both, right? But you guys are like the small percentage that I'm talking about, right? Not everyone owns both, especially the new PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox Series X or S, right? Very few people own both those consoles. So to send a survey out to Xbox users and go, hey, do you, would you like a controller like PlayStation? Do you like that controller better? It's like, um, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I bought Xbox because I like Xbox. Now you're asking me if I like the PlayStation controller for for Xbox. You see what I'm saying? Do you? Am I the only one that's a little confused by this? I understand that they want to make their controller with the hap. Was it called the haptic feedback or whatever? Yeah. Well, the this is what I think has happened. I think because of the fact that because of the fact that there are no new games for the new systems currently and the fact that uh, according to logistics that have been for the last couple of months, they said that PlayStation outsells Xbox almost two to one. So Xbox is looking for the reason why they're being outsold since there's no games to buy. Right, so what? So basically, they're they're defaulting to the next level. They're saying, "Well, there's no games to buy, so why are we getting outsold?" Well, it must be the haptic feedback. Send out a, send out a a survey and see if it's the haptic feedback that they want. And so we'll put a haptic feedback on our controller so we can sell just as much as Sony does. Like that's the mentality. You have, you understand how this works, right? So for me, like I I don't have the haptic sensor in my hand. Like I don't know what it feels like. So what, people people who have PlayStations, I mean, I guess you could describe it to me, but. In my mind, unless it's a really significant difference to play, like what it does for play style or how you play a game, I don't think that I want my controller to cost even more for some kind of gimmick, which might be a gimmick because I don't have to pull the trigger back as far or or there's tension on it when I use a bow. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm doing right. this. Right. So if I want to feel like I'm doing a bow... This is a bow. This is not a bow. This is a gun. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know what, what the sales or the marketing around the haptic controller is, but for me, I don't give a shit at the moment. Like I want, listen, I like an Xbox controller. The sole reason I like an Xbox controller over the PlayStation, the only reason. It, fe it feels better. Because the, because the controller is big enough. Yeah. It fits in your hands. hands. Yeah. I have large hands. When I play PlayStation, I almost get the claw. Oh wait, because so you, my hand, my hands are too too big. You would for love, the controller. you would love the Joy-Con from from Switch, <laughs> right? Like I get it. Like I like that the controller is wide enough. My hands fit around the controller. It's comfortable to play. I've been playing Xbox for a decade plus. Yeah, my hands are never cramped when I'm done playing games. I don't stop playing games at the end of my session and go, God damn, my hands are screwed up. Like I don't do that. I just Go on with my life. Here, like when I, when I, if I play Switch or PlayStation currently, I have death grips, the death claw. So if Xbox believes, because they're in panic mode already after two months after release of a system with no games, they are panicking about sales numbers for a system that has no games. So now we're going to blame it on the controller. So just just for just for shits and giggles, guys, if you get if you get the if you get the survey and it says, do you want to have to controller? 
just fucking say yes. Let Xbox know that they should copy everything Sony does because obviously it's not because of the hardware. It's because of the controller. Well, here, right, that's here, what it is. I know everyone's bringing up, does Xbox still have, you know, rechargeable batteries? Like, I'm not using these inside of my Xbox controller, right? Like, I... I have a battery pack that is separate. Like, it's a separate purchase that I just put to my controller, and I just lay that on top of my... on, on, on top of the charger. And then... Or I use this one, which is the battery pack. Like, it is two double A's in here. But these are rechargeable, and you just pop it in, and... Like, this is... This right here is not making or break it for me. Like, whew, guys, that was tough. I really wish my PlayStation controller, uh, it was like more like PlayStation where I didn't have to do that. Like, that to me is ridiculous. That's like, I don't know. I really wish my my toilet flushed itself instead of me pushing yeah, the I, pushing I, the lever down. Now I hear, I don't, once again, I don't have any systems yet. I'm looking, but I don't have any systems yet. Is the Xbox new controller for the Xbox Series X, is it smaller than no, the Xbox the, One's controller? No, it's the same. It's the is same it, controller. Is it? Is it the same size? Because someone told me that it's a little smaller. It's the is same controller, but it has a it has an extra button. Uh, I, I it's same. Okay, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm, I don't want. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't own one, but you would have heard people like bitching up a storm if it was anything different. They just added. A, they added a, a share button in the center of the fucking thing, right? There's like an uh, extra. I'm just curious. There's an, a third button. A third boob right here. Like there's a there's a button right here. That's the that's the share button, right? Which I don't have on mine because I'm poor and I don't have a I I I have to fight bots to get my Xboxes. Um, yeah, same size. See, smaller. So wait a minute. Same. Yes, it's slightly smaller. What? 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 Skater, what are you talking about? Is it is it is it the same or is it smaller? It's just a bit smaller. It's like millimeters. Right, are we right, talking? Are we right, talking? Right, Duplis. It is smaller, but not enough for people to go into panic mode. But it is smaller. It's a little smaller, but not enough to really notice. Is it yeah. smaller or smoother? Like, what are we talking about here? Bigger than a bread yeah, box? I was just, I was just, just curious. A, just a just bit like, is what I've been listen, hearing. I, they, they, they Someone, Someone's all, playing and they're like, they wait, have wait to. a minute. Wait a minute. This feels different. My pinkies can almost I used, touch. I used to oh. the controller is different. <laughs> listen, I, 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 I listen. If it, if it, it's a big factor. If it does something really, really interesting for the game, and you have to have it in order to play it, I understand completely why you want the haptic feedback. I got it, hundred percent. But to everyone, and, I, and when I say everyone, I'm talking about media. To start talking about a gimmick and keep pushing it down your face and saying, "Oh, the haptic thing is just amazing." for what what does it do for you like it's so much better like do you realize you're have you ever watched someone like on stream play any game where they have to be shooting or jumping in rapid succession like you hear them slamming the button yeah slam like so if the feedback or not nobody's going oh yeah baby like in the middle of you in a hard session of playing whatever kind of first person shooter like oh thank god for the haptic feedback yeah most people are going to get a pro controller or or um you know they're going to get a the last time I remember, you could there was an adjustment on some of the controllers. You flicked the switch where it didn't make the control, that didn't make the trigger go all the way in. Yeah, the, I remember the, that being an option. Yeah, the pro you controllers. The, you flicked the button, and then you, you had the paddles. Pro it, controller. Then you had the paddles and then that underneath. Way you didn't, yeah. it, it, it made it so the, the the trigger doesn't have to go all the way back. It would register very short. And that was great for first person shooters. Yeah. So I understand the the gimmick behind it, but like they're talking about it, like you have to have it. And now it, sending a survey out to an opposing 
company and and advertising for their controller and getting a patent for it's like what what's going on did you guys are you guys like oh my god we missed out on the haptic controller let's get on it like what are you guys talking about man how about make a game how about make a game for the system how about stop worrying about a fucking haptic controller and make me a game that needs a haptic controller and then i'll worry about getting a haptic controller how about that i i I did hear that the 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 controller is cool like with with a lot of the different games they've they've created for it but to me it's just a gimmick right like remember when when xbox created the i don't even know the the connect and you're like you can change your television set i don't want to do this shit i'm not doing this this is the easiest thing in the world, right? Like my thumb just changes the channel. I don't. I, this 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 looks like you're asking for help. Like, what are you doing? Thirty? I'm just I'm just changing the channels. I'm I'm surfing. Don't worry about me. You know what I mean? It's like it it was just dumb. They they're trying to make something that doesn't need to be fixed, and they want to spend more money. But then again, Microsoft has a shit ton of money. They're like, hey. Uh, you want to make a haptic feedback controller? Yeah, sure. How much is it going to cost? A uh, hundred million dollars. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. We we need to we need to move that money across anyway to to spend some stuff, tax write offs and whatever else, right? So that's but but, the, but it's it's serious now. If they're if they are looking for input from the actual community who has currently a new system and they're actually asking, it must be a big deal to them because they have to explain how why they're getting outsold two to one. They have to explain it. I, I don't know. Maybe you guys don't have anything. How about that? Well, I said this. That? I said this ahead of time. I said, look, PlayStation will probably outsell Xbox again, but Xbox doesn't care because Xbox is on Game Pass, which is on 15 billion devices, <laughs> okay, and PlayStation's on 122 million devices, right? Well, but, but they care. They care enough to do a survey. That's the important thing. They care enough to do a survey. Where's the survey that says, "Hey, do you think we should get this IP from Sony?" Would you like to play this game on our system instead? Like, how about right. that kind of question? Do you guys like Spider-Man? Do you think we should make Spider-Man on our console? Yeah, yeah. How about how about a question like that? Yeah, it'd be a resounding yes. Another another trademark and another patent that they were talking about is that Xbox did a trademark detail on Xbox Series XS. Now there is no slash in between. It's it's Xbox Series XS. Okay. Now, somebody over a year ago talked about this. I forget who it was. Oh, that's right. It was me. I said that they're going to make m- multiple consoles because it's called a series. Okay. Series means more than two, right? So you, you have the Xbox at the time. We thought it was Anaconda and uh, and the other one was um, Lockhart, I believe. Right. And then there was, a th- you know, rumors. And I'm like, there's going to be a third one. And I actually said there might be four. Right, I said that they were going to go across the spectrum. I said that there was going to be a high-end one with a dick, with, with a with a disc dick, right, with a dick. Okay, and then there was going to be a high-end dickless one. Okay, discless one. Okay, where it was going to be the Xbox X with no drive, and then there was going to be a lower-end one with no drive, and then a lower-end one with a drive. But I think they can get rid of the one without the drive, right? And just keep it just digital on the lower ends one. So if it if this is true and they're coming out with the Series XS, that's what it is. It's it's going to be the third system that I talked about where it was going to be the high-end system without the disk drive. Without disk drive. Right. That's what it is, right? So do you think this is true that they're coming out with this because I did notice on the Game Pass store now all the things that are upgraded to XS have a little XS next to it. 
that could be the trademark that they were doing. I don't think it is. Okay. I think it is the new system that they're working on because there are no leaks, right? I mean, the, everything is, it's going to come out in the, in the wash anyway. You know what I mean? It's going to come out. So chat, I'll what tell you, you when you know, I'll tell you when you know, it's a leak, you know, it's a leak when there's a lawsuit immediately afterwards right or someone pulls that's how, right. that's how you know it's a leak if there's no lawyer called no lawsuit filed it's not a leak ever right <clears throat> well the the, the so, bad so so here's so here's the deal you there's there's no way if i look at this logically and i know it's horrible when you think about gaming and logic so if you call it the x if you call it the xbox series it has to be at least three a series yeah, yeah, series. Be, a series. The smallest series something can be is three two, out, two out of three. You win two out of three, three, of, three of, of the series. Right. So just by that alone, it means a third one's coming down the pike. Now, whether it's maybe maybe it's going to be called like this series because they're going to have the pro versions, right, Mike? You, that could also fall into the same bracket, right? You have the Xbox Series S Pro, Max. right? Like that kind of pro like Max. that kind of shit. So that could be that could be part of it. But I would think that that makes sense. It makes sense to think that they did an introductory model. And they did the high-end model, and then they're going to see how that works yeah. out. And when they find out the people that are complaining now who bought the low-end model that it doesn't handle the stuff properly because, whoo, surprise, you don't have enough hardware in there because it's an introductory model. Once again, Xbox is trying to get a box in your house so you can get Game Pass. How do we make it convenient for you to box in someone's house and play Game Pass? Yep. The Xbox Series S is that answer for two hundred and fifty dollars. I'm sorry, uh, is it three hundred? Two ninety nine. Yeah, it's two ninety nine. Two ninety nine for three hundred dollars, you get to put this box in your house. You can play Game Pass. You know, you don't, you don't have to buy any. You don't have to buy any games, right? According to them, no buying games, because that's the stadium model. Right. Right. So that being said, once I have that box in my house. And they 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 start to do what was it what was it called Mike the uh, the micro the one you can't talk about the is it the oh the, uh, the micro the, uh, the, the, X Cloud the X Cloud thing yeah. where everything can play anywhere you want when yeah. you want type of deal so let's be honest eventually you won't even need the Xbox S in your right. house as long as I have a laptop or a fucking pad or whatever I can do I can do whatever because it's the stadium model okay it's the same it's the same. So, yes, will it happen before? Will it happen this year? Yes, yes, three yes. nine three ninety nine. Uh, the the higher end system with no disc three ninety nine three ninety nine. Yeah, four fifty. You say fifty bucks less? Four fifty. It's gonna be. I don't know if they want. I don't want to have that ninety nine thing in there, but it'll be four fifty. Two ninety nine, three ninety nine, four four forty nine, four ninety nine. Yeah, four forty nine, four four nine. Four four nine. So you think it's going to be yeah. fifty bucks off? I think it's going yeah. to be. I think it's going to be the the S is going to be two ninety nine, the XS is going to be three ninety nine, and then the 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 Series X is four ninety nine. Now, yeah. do you get? Do you get? I know you. You're going to get the disc one because you want you want discs. Even uh, even I will, though I will I will buy a disc drive until disc drives no longer exist. Well, it doesn't matter. You'll get a disc drive, and they just won't make discs anymore. You'll just have it. It'll have a disc drive, and you'll be like, oh, it's great for Listen, movies. Uh, it's it's in my head. I grew up with it. I cannot give somebody money for a game that I don't own, and then later on down the line tell me that I can't play that game any longer because the system <clears> no longer supports it. Like, I don't want to hear that shit ever. I <clears> bought a product. <throat> it's my product now. I, have the, I bought the licensing. That's when I bought the game. I bought the licensing. I want to play it when I want to play it. 
I'm not, I'm not gonna play I, I, it now. I, I'm not gonna fall for the fact where, let's say two years down the road, I play a game, I finished it, but two years later, I'm like, man, I want to play that game again, and now it goes, sorry, we can't. Uh, this game is no longer supported by Microsoft systems. Right, right. Um, I think it'll be out in August or August or November. Uh, water. I think it'll it'll be out in August. Uh, um, yeah, I'll say like September, August or September, it'll be out. That's th this this year. And they'll announce that shit closer to what E3 would be or whatever. And they'll be like, just let you know, we have a new system coming out. We'll, we'll, obviously, we'll cover it over here because we talk about all this news anyway. But if it is true and the Xbox Series XS is coming out, do you think people get mad because they're like, oh, I just bought an X. I just bought this. You know, well, it's like, you, that's what happens you, when you buy things first. Only, first of all, you're only mad because you, you couldn't wait. I don't know what else to tell you. Right. Just like, just like, for instance, the drift. There's these rumors now about the controller drifts in Xbox, or the controller drifts in PlayStation, or my PlayStation locks up because I'm trying to play a game. Like Call of Duty locks up my system, or whatever the whatever the the underlying reasons are for the problem with the hardware currently. That's that that the media is sweeping under the rug because they don't want it to come out during a holiday season purchase uh, cycle. <clears throat> I mean, it, it it is what it is. It, it's a new piece of hardware. You know there's always going to be problems with it. Just like 360 had the rhetoric of death, it took some time to work out the kinks, and then people had to get replacement units. I, I'm i not going to lie. Even though there's no games for the new systems, I want to have one. I, I don't know what it is about this it's one. The, I it's because of the quality. It's the, the, the right. loader faster load times and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. But but at the same time, when I, come out of, when I come out of my hypeness and I go back just to normal Sarge, and I'm like, okay, do I really need to have it right now? There are no games for this. No, I don't. So why don't I just wait until they work out the kinks, whatever's happening to the systems for the first run, they work it through, and the next run that comes out, I'll get the next run. It's not, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derp, it's, that's all it is. The excess on the on the store is to tell people that it's optimized for it uh, until uh, it gets upgraded for free. You know what I mean? It's optimized for that, and then when it when it when they make the game for it, it'll be you know for that, and it shows what games are compatible like that for. But that's not what this is. The patent that we're talking about is questionable of a new system. It's not just the XS because on the Game Pass store, it has X slash S where this patent is specifically Xbox Series XS. There's no slash in between. So it means it's an, it, potentially it's, an, it's a third system is what we're talking about. I just brought up the XS in the thing. It could be that, but... As as we go through it, it's it's literally just for because it's speculation anyway. We don't we don't have any proof if the Xbox uh, XS or Series XS uh, continues. I have to say though, the 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 wording for it is so confusing with Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S and Xbox Series XS. It's like it's like come on Xbox, like pick, get, a, pick a pick a different name. Yeah, pick a, pick a fucking different pick, name. Pick a, would you pick a different name? Yeah. So that's uh that's for Xbox. So let me see what the next story we got here. Uh oh well let's go to the console sales and stuff. So this comes from uh PlayStation 5 only. Okay, this is um that's not just PlayStation, it's a, a Twitter account, PlayStation 5 only. Uh has showed the sales numbers of all the stuff in uh that they're selling across the since as of December 19th of 2020. So this is before Christmas and stuff. Everyone's pretty much bought their stuff. Um so I'll, I'll bring this up on the screen now. This is the sales numbers of, of across. Now, obviously, it's North America, 
right? It's the, is it the European Union is the second flag? And then you have uh, Japan, obviously. And then I don't know the last flag. What What is that? The the one with the, uh, with the, the world? blue with the world? With the world. Yeah, what is that? that that's, that's United Nations. United Nations. Okay. So that's that's everybody so else. Basically, everybody so basically else. worldwide. Yeah, yeah. So everybody else. Okay, so the Switch is 641,000 units in North America, 400,000 units in, in Europe, uh, 264,000, which is funny that it doesn't sell very well in, in, uh, in Japan. And then everyone else got 1.5 uh, million. PlayStation 5s, they have uh, 200,000 in the United States, 192,000 in the European uh, Union, 17,000, which is really surprising that it doesn't sell that well in, J in Japan, and then 459,000 uh, for everybody else. Now, the Xbox Series X is not too far behind uh, in North America-wise. That's not a two-to-one ratio. That's a... Uh, that's, that's... I, said, I, said, I said almost. No, 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 but there's a report that says it's two-to-one. It's not just from you. It's an actual report that says two-to-one, which is, is not because it would be only 100,000. Uh, 64,000. So I think overall, I think that's what they're talking about. Like, overall, because... Can you imagine only 382 Xboxes were sold in Japan? 382 that's a thousand that's 382 done <laughs> only 300 people almost 400 people have an uh, xbox and then 233,000 uh everywhere else playstation 4 67,000 um 95,000 10,000 and 199,000 xbox one 75,000 21,000 29 29 people in japan own an xbox one <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just crazy to me. That's as many people that own Stadia in the world. Twenty nine. Well, there's a there's a there's a there was a couple stories. I don't have all my facts in a row, but there were some stories going on about the Japanese market. And there's a big shift <clears throat> in the Japanese market. Something happened between the the community and Sony that they're not on good terms. There's something going on with the Japanese gamer. Yeah. Like they, they are. Something had happened, I think, at the last cycle when PS4 came out, and it's carried over. And what happened was, the culture of Japan has gone extremely mobile. Like they lean more towards mobile gaming. It's just a lifestyle choice because of the way that they live their lives. Like they're not as home as much. They work more. They they travel more. And as young professionals who still game, they don't have a lot of gaming time at home. And so mobile gaming has basically taken over. So they account for that as part of the sales drop. But there's something else that I don't have all the facts to. There's some articles out there I want to get back and look at. But something's going on with the Japanese culture uh, and and their the the young people and gaming where mobile's taken over and the consoles not much because if if it's made in it's made in Japan and now they don't buy into it but the last thing the last couple of things i heard was that the the sony's main office is not lo no longer in japan it's actually in the states and so i'm not sure right. if it's an honor thing or they think that they were being betrayed or whatever kind of list of grievances they've had over the last generational period of console but that kind of sales in your own country is a little weird. Imagine, imagine we made we made something here and like no one bought it. Like it, it was sold well everywhere else. But we here. We do. Like it sounds weird. We do. It's called Stadia. Yeah, Stadia was made here. Oh yeah, well, okay. Yeah. I guess Stadia. Stadia is made here. Yeah, it's in, made in San Francisco. It's in. Uh, that's a... And that's that's a streaming service, and and they don't have anybody buying it. You don't have to buy anything. 
You just, you just have to, you just have to, you just have to, I, I downloaded it. I played Destiny on it the other day on my computer, and surprisingly, it worked really well. There is a bit of, now I played Project X Cloud, and I played Stadia now, and there is a little bit of lagginess going on, uh, and I have 400 download, right? So I have high-speed internet. So just to put it into perspective, I'm, I'm looking up the numbers now. The Nintendo Switch, man, worldwide got 2.8 million, 2.8 million units sold. That's that's insane. You know why? Because they, when you when you play a game, you're like right now. Me and my wife are talking about getting a second system so we could so she could have her own so she could play Animal Crossing with him, not on the same screen, right? Because they both play Animal Crossing. They play, and sometimes when you're playing by yourself or like we play on that small screen where we're, we're somewhere. It's like impossible. You're like, I just need my own screen. So they they found a way where you're like, yeah, I'll just buy another Switch. I'll just buy another Switch. Anybody that owns a Switch in chat, do you own two Switches? I want to know that. If, if anybody's in chat that owns uh, a Switch, do you own two Switches? Because I, I find it very, very comical. I mean, they, but at they, the same time, I... They own a PlayStation and an Xbox, Mike. How dare you ask them if they have two <laughs> Switches? It's, it's true. Our, I don't know. Our, our bourgeoisie <laughs> community here gets what they want. So if they want two switches, they'll just go out and get it. Yeah, Play, PlayStation 5 has sold 871,000 units worldwide uh, right now. So, which is about right. They said they have 2 million or 1 million units um, out. And this only, only adds up to 871. So I don't know the discrepancy of this. Uh, but it's still interesting seeing all the, all the sales. Only one. Someone doesn't want to raise their hand. Everyone's like, no, I don't have two. I don't have two. I have two. I have two Xboxes. I have two Playstations. I have four consoles. I have every console known to man. No, just one. Didn't open the one I had. Do you have another one? Damn it! I don't know why I always say you call you damn it creature. I don't know why I do that. Do you have? Do you have another one that you haven't opened? I might. I might buy it off of you. Just letting you know. Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars sold. Eight hundred dollars switch. <clears throat> Haven't played it in a year. I like, I, I'll be honest. I gave the Nintendo Switch some shit when it came out. Okay. I gave it some, I gave it some shit when it came out. I was like, I don't have a controller with me. It, it's literally like this when you play. It's it's literally like a crap. You're, you're, it's like you're eating uh, like a chicken wing. You're like, right? that's, that's what, that's the way how small it is. No, no, you won't, you won't sell it. Okay. Um. So there's a lot. Oh, no, just one. Uh, do, do you see this tater tot in chat that's 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 my wife uh she just came in she's like no only one <laughs> at least i think that's my wife if not i just made you my wife that's it we have well we don't have a pro controller we have the uh the part where you take the two the two uh joy cons and stick them stick them in and then we have the uh the one that looks like a, a controller, you turn it sideways and you put the you put the Joy-Con sideways in there, and you you hold it like inside the molding of a controller. It's still I don't I don't like the buttons. I feel like I'm gonna break it. I feel like I'm gonna break the actual thing. Uh, you bought the Switch for the exact reason. There you go. Right. It just what's, what's the exact reason? I would I would assume that it's it it feels like too small. Right. It's too small to to hold the stuff. So Switch Switch Lite has a bigger controller. No, it's it's the it's the the whole thing is the controller. It, it there's no uh, input to put in the to the television. Oh, there's no dock. There's no dock. It's just straight up, uh, straight up portable. So, so, so it looks like a PSP did, just a bigger version. Yeah, yeah. And then there's rumors, which goes on to our next story. Goes on to our next story. The next story um, 
is that there might be a Pro coming out, a Nintendo Switch Pro. Um, Let's stop saying. I, I have to say rumor because the, as the, cy the cycle of their system is exactly what they do. It kind of reminded me of the Lynx. Remember the Lynx? The Lynx was cool for its time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lynx was cool. The Jaguar, right? The Atari. Uh, that was a Lynx. That yeah, was the Atari. Atari. Yeah, Atari. it was the Atari. Handheld, handheld yeah. system. Yeah. Uh, I got one for Breath of the Wild, 100%. They gave me, gave it to my sister. I, uh, I bought it for Breath of the Wild and bought it for my son. I never played Breath of the Wild. I played eight hours of it and I, I put it down. I just, I was just like, eh, I'm all right. Like. I don't know. I played more of Marvel Alliance. Ultimate Alliance 3 is what I was really interested in. So you didn't play Zelda on a Nintendo, huh? No. You passed it. No, I... You, you, couldn't, you couldn't play a Nintendo... You couldn't play a Zelda game on a Nintendo. Yeah, it's just... It, my brain... I'm too advanced See? for it. I'm, I'm too advanced uh, for it now. Yeah. yeah, that works? Yeah, I know it sounds it sounds weird. But I'm not advanced for enough... Like, Ultimate Alliance I really liked. I played the crap out the, of it. But is, but is it the graphics that doesn't hold you? No, the graphics like, are what nice. Is what is it about the game that makes you not want to play it? When I was playing... You like Zelda, right? I do. When I was going through it, which makes no sense to me, I, I, I understand what I'm talking about right now. I understand what I'm about to say. It doesn't make any sense. Because I've played games like um, Assassin's Creed, open world type games. Okay? And I have no problem with open world games. But every time... And, I, and I'm, I'm being dead serious here. Every time I played Breath of the Wild for the eight hours I played it, I don't know if it was the time I was playing it, like because I'm a stay-at-home dad and I do this, and then when I'm done with this, I, I want to play games and hang out with my son. But the music and the world is so calming that it 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 bored me and put me to sleep. And I had to stop playing it. It's so calming, and like I, I figured out some puzzles and I'm looking for quests, but as I'm going through looking from things to going to thing to thing, I'm like, like Dads will understand what I'm talking about here, right? You start getting in this like comfortable zone, and I was like, so oh, the, yeah. so the game is like a Tylenol PM. It, it is. It's like a Tylenol PM to me. I can't. I can't play it. I can't play it. It puts me to sleep. Does anybody else have that problem, or am I the only one? <clears throat> That's because you're old. I know. I know. I know exactly. But Ultimate Alliance didn't do it to me. Because it's like, you know, what I mean? like numbers flying by and all this stuff is going on. You know what I mean? So, and when you play Zelda, yeah, that's what it is. It's like, right? And it's just like, oh, what? What happened, Dad? Dad, I need your help. I thought there would be more to the game that I could get into, but uh, weren't at all at, at at the time. It's not any uh, anime fan. I could uh, never get into the Splatoon or Smash. I'm crazy. I I don't know what to tell you, Stealth. I mean, I I every time I played it, Genshi Impact did the exact same thing to me. Genshi Impact did the exact same thing to me. Plus, I think Stealth is watching a little late, so he's a little bit behind. He's always behind. Well, listen, what's the age difference between you and Stealth? I fell asleep just then. <laughs> what, what's the age difference between you and Stealth? Oh, I have no idea. I, you hope you never get that old? Well, I'm sorry. You are going to get that old. <laughs> no, no other game really does it to me. I, I don't play like I don't fall asleep playing like Battlefield or anything like that. Right? Like it literally calmed me so much, and the music was so calm and it was beautiful. But Genshi Impact, I started playing it. I got the same feeling. The open world game of the of the of the, it's just it's. 
is it, is it, is it, is it overwhelming? <laughs> it's nap to time. Take, it's too much effort. It's too much effort to explore the giant world, so you get tired thinking about it. Yeah, it's it's like it's boring in between. It's like you have to go from one side to the other, and while you're walking across, you you kind of like zone out. You're like, oh, where am I doing? And you, and you start picking flowers or getting apples from the tree, or you know, finding other gear, fighting three guys. So for so for your age bracket, that game's too big. No, it's not too big. It's not too big. Well, you said it's too big. It makes you go to sleep. No, so going from one place. It's to the because other, of it it's it, it is because it's not a lot of enemies that you fight. It's not a lot of right. guys on the screen that you fight. It's right. it, it's it's long gaps in between things that happen. The music is the is. music is. It's oh, it's it, and, and and there's no there's no like dialogue. Everything's beeps and boops and 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 and, and dots and things. Okay. You know what I mean? Once again. Okay, we've said this many times. Nobody wants to actually agree with it because they don't want to admit it, but Nintendo is not for adult gaming. Nintendo is for kid gaming. That game is made and for kids to play and learn that type of game, right? They start out with Breath of the Wild and they end up with Bloodborne. Okay, like that's right. that's the natural progression of things. They learn how to explore something because they have the attention span at that point. They want to see what's going on. Ooh, look at this. Or, ooh, look. you have seen the ooh, look at this. Yeah. Already. You're like, what do I got to kill? What do I got to shoot? What do I gotta, where's the puzzle? I, I, I want end results my, my right pro- now. Yeah, my problem when I play a video game now, okay, I stream in the mornings. I get done with streaming. And I come home, and I or I come home. I walk out of my office. I'm already home. Okay. I pick up my son from school. I come home. He wants to play games, right? I need to play games that we we can do something. All right. I can't sit here and be like, all right, what are we doing? Okay, it's gonna take 20 hours to go from one side to the other. Okay, yeah, but great. See, you th- you're thinking about all that. A kid doesn't think. No, that no, no way. I know that. That's what I'm saying. That's I bought the game for me, not for him. He's not playing Breath yeah, of the Wild yet. Yeah, yeah, you bought it for you so you could sleep. That's you right. Didn't buy it for let you me so tell you. Let me it. let me tell you. It's the best game I've ever slept through. It's the it's it, it it's it's made me. I've gotten so much refreshing refreshing uh, sleep from it. It's it's a it's a great nap time game. <laughs> Just get your get yourself some uh, good alcohol. You sit there. You, you prop your feet up. You start playing the game. Snooze fest. Twenty minutes later, you wake up. Breath of refreshment. That's what it is. It's 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 fantastic. Animal Crossing is for is for older people. <clears throat> Animal Crossing teaches kids how to do routines. That's what the Sims animal, did. That's, what the, that's what the Sims did. It's an, an entire underlying learning capacity for Animal Crossing is to teach kids about routine. What do I have to do in order to get this done? Well, you have to do this, 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 or this. Go. And then when I do these five things, I get a prize. Welcome to Earth. That's <laughs> what you got to do in real life. Yeah. I want this. I got to do this, 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 and this. And I got if I don't, even if I don't like it, I got to do it in order for me to get that thing at the I'll, end. I'll complete it's, it. It's a it's a training game. I'll it's com- a training. I'll, game. I'll complete the game in like 2025. Like if I if I if I take 20 minutes to, to do oh. everything, I'll be I'll be good. I, I know everyone in chat right now is like, did this guy just say he fell asleep to Breath of the Wild? Yeah, multiple times, multiple times. Sarge played it. Sarge played it over Christmas. He's like, what do you do? How do you find a sword? Right? How do you find a sword? I'm like, I don't remember. 20, 20 minutes is walking around and have a sword. 20 minutes. I'm like, it's Zelda. The first thing you're supposed to do is get a sword. I walk, and, and I'm methodical. I walk up and down the whole cave, up yep. and down the whole area. Like, where the fuck is the sword? And I get I'm bored. I'm walking around with nothing. Yeah. I'm walking around <laughs> naked. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. I got a hat, the shirt on, and I got no fucking sword. Like, that, this is my like, problem. Did I miss it? Did I miss it? And I'm like, after t- after 20 minutes, I was like, if I don't have a weapon in my hand after 20 minutes, I'm like, I'm out. Uh, and, I said, I'm out. And that's why 
Look, see, in 20 minutes, I fell asleep. That's what it is. Yeah, no sword. He couldn't find a sword. I was like, I don't know. I don't remember. I was like, I can't. I, I don't remember playing the game. D did I miss it, Water? The first thing you're in the cave, right? You get talked to. The first thing you find the barrels in the chest in that dark cave. You put the clothes on and you walk out of the cave and there's a cliff. You can overlook the thing. And there's two enemies <laughs> by a tree. Like that's like the first 20 minutes. You no fucking sword. So where's the sword at? I gotta fight guys without a sword before I get a sword. That doesn't seem right for Zelda. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to start with something. I love it. That's I, but I do. I, I thought the game was good. The eight hours I played it. I played eight hours of it, but. But, you slept four. but no, you no, slept no, 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 no. I actually played eight hours of it. I've actually played eight hours. I probably would have played 16 of it, but I fell asleep. Like, it's just, I'm just like, whatever. So they're making a pro. The, the whole conversation is about they're making a pro system. Okay. So that's one hell of a segue. So they might have a 4K chip located inside of it. Okay. So this is, this is, I want to know though, if they could, if they could pack a 4K chip in there. That thing's got to be getting hot, man. That thing's got to be burning up. The heat sink has got to yeah. be the actual... The system is the, the heat system sink. The system is the heat sink, yeah. That does sound boring. I, Williams, I'm telling you. Have you played Breath of the Wild? Have you played Breath of the Wild? It's a, it, it's a phenomenal Nobody, game. Uh, nobody's answering me about the sword. Dupla said... In the, in the chat. No one said anything. Dupla said it's in the starting area. It's in the starting area. Uh, then I missed it. Maybe maybe what I'll do is <laughs> maybe what I'll do is I'll play I'll play Breath of the Wild on stream. <laughs> <laughs> so we can watch you fall asleep. <laughs> we'll take bets and how long it takes before you go to sleep. But hey guys, where's the uh... <laughs> Oh man. I I, 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 I would watch that stream. Everybody gets in. We all put bets on what time he falls asleep, and we all watch. Yeah, I won't. I won't fall asleep then. I won't fall asleep and, then. And, and, and as soon as we hear, that's it. What time is it? Tw what I'll, time I'll, is it? I'm gonna do a 24 hour stream of Breath of the Wild. Who had? Who had 11:55? Who had 11:55? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, Miller style. Miller fell asleep playing Avengers for his 24 hour stream. I'm gonna play 24 hour stream of Breath of the Wild, and you'll you'll see who who falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, do you think, Chat, they're going to come out with the uh, a 4K system for for the Nintendo Switch? And if they do come out with a 4K system, do you up? Do you up? Because the fuck's the, the graphics are not going to get better. It's a it's 4K output. You know what I mean? It's not like it, all of a sudden the graphics are going to be like superior on the Switch because of this. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it'll be it'll be a like a, neg a negligible advanced right it's not going to be that that the big a difference it was going to be load times i mean what's what's going to be i mean 50, it, 50 it, bucks more it, if, if it's processing more but doesn't have the different kind of heat seek then the system's going to overheat or going to drain battery faster here, one or the other. here it says it says here the handheld mode that the 4k chip may be located in the dock instead of the tablet itself so when you play it off again this is rumored if you play it out of the of the if you put it on the tv 4k you take it out of the thing, not 4K, right? So you're you're basically buying a a dock to make your switch 4K. I, is the way it looks like here. Okay, switch the it says 4K when you switch is docked. For those who enjoy playing handheld mode, um, says also feature uh, features substantially better battery life and cooling. 
So <clears throat> it's going to be a 4K UHD multimedia. Um, Bloomberg reports Nintendo's upgrade console from August mentioned that the new system would likely support 4K graphics. So the chip may be on how Nintendo is looking to do that. So if they update the chip. So <clears throat> come out probably during the, uh, the holiday season 2021. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo knows what they're doing. They, they sold 2.8 million copies of, uh, of the Switch. So... Yeah, with that with a screen that's small. So when you when you when you pop it in, of course, you know how many people are going to buy a uh the 4K switch and they're going to put it on their 1080p television. They're going to be like, "Look, do you see those do you see these graphics? They look fantastic." You'd be like, "Hey, uh Todd, don't you have a 1080p? Is this is this a 4K TV?" "Yeah, it's 4K." Are you sure? It doesn't say 4K anywhere in your in your settings here. The guy at the at Best Buy told me it was 4K. It's 4K <laughs> ready. He told you it was 4K ready. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up, Phoenix? That's yeah, all right. You can always watch the uh, past broadcast of it, which just goes live right after. Um, all right. What's the next story we got here? We got... Uh, okay. Outriders. Outriders. Okay. Now, I made a video of this on my on my channel the other day. Those of you that don't know, I'm doing videos daily now called The Daily Grind, which is a morning show I do over on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming. And I do them offline as well. I make these videos and I post them up on YouTube here. I made one about Outriders. Content posted. Uh, okay, view page. Now, people thought I was mad that Outriders is delayed. And I'm not mad that Outriders is delayed. What I am mad about is the way the goddamn industry is okay as far as how we are game testers for the devs now i know people think and go well it's very smart of them yes it is very smart of the companies to give you a free demo an alpha a beta charge a pre-order whatever to get you to play the game so they can do a massive test to see if their game is stable the problem i have with this is that they don't fix it okay games come out early in early access okay and you have to pay for them early like you go to steam right now early access games all day long 30 bucks 20 bucks early access help us fix it help us test it you paid 20 to $30, $40, $50, $60, pre-order, whatever it is, or Star Citizen, thousands of dollars to pay or pay to play a game that's not finished, okay? I did it with Minecraft. I paid four bucks. That's right, $4, okay, when it first started. $4 American? American dollars, $4, okay? Okay. okay. Uh, and I I tested it out for them and and, and, and stuff, okay? But that was what twelve years ago when it when it when it first came out in in two thousand nine ten when they when when Notch was putting it out there and people were playing it. Outriders is delayed from in October. They announced that it was coming in December, and they in October they said we're delaying it from December to push it over to uh into February second. Okay, so now February uh, December left because they had to fine tune it. Okay, then they said now yesterday they said they're delaying it from February second to April first. Okay, because they're fine tuning it. Now someone did say in chat up up above that they it the marketing guy right? Didn't you say this, uh, Joel? Uh, what did, what did you say in the beginning? Because I can't scroll all the way back up there for some reason. Um, so basically the marketing person came out and said, oh no, it's not about fine tuning the game. 
It's about marketing. What about what about the marketing? Okay. Which doesn't make any sense for me because if it is marketing, then I'm correct on what I said in my video yesterday is that their pre-order sales are are down. They didn't sell enough games ahead of schedule to see what the interest was going to be for their game. So they decided to postpone it from February 2nd and said, hey, why don't we do a demo on February 25th, okay? And then your progression moves forward. So they're giving you a few hours with each of the each of the characters. There's four characters, four classes, right? Let's just say you get to play three hours, okay? He said community manager, I believe. Yeah, community manager for marketing. Yeah, community manager said it was about marketing. Correct. Okay, so they, they, they're giving you the demo, beta, access, early access, whatever you want to call it, the disc in the back of the magazine, right? That's what it is. You're putting it into your machine. You get to play it for free, okay? Drug dealer opens his jacket, says, hey, buddy, don't worry about it. This one's on me. Here you go, right? Get you, get you free, free drugs, okay? Free video game. You don't have to pay anything for it. And everyone's like, well, what's the problem, 30? The problem is you're a tester. You're a tester, and now you're a rat going through the maze for the cheese, okay? You're working for cheese. You're going to push the button, and they're going to reward you because your character now progression moves over to the game when you purchase it. If you if you choose, it's you, Sarge. It's you. If you choose to purchase the game after you play three hours, six hours, nine hours, 12 hours, 15 hours, 22 hours, and then... You have four characters to level five or ten or whatever it is. Are you going to stop? Are you going to stop? If depending on the personality and the age of the person doing this, probably not. Percentage? What would you think the percentage is going to continue? <clears throat> if it if it's a hook kind of game like that, I probably they probably get like a twenty percent retention. Okay. Twenty-five percent. So if everybody in the planet Earth can download the demo on PC and PlayStation and Xbox and it's cross-play. Right, cross, uh, cross. It's cross play. Okay, drop in, drop out. Okay, and then you get to continue on after the fact. Why isn't the game just released on February second? February twenty fifth is just a couple weeks afterwards, and if they're not fine tuning it. Right, and April first is when it comes out. Why do they have to demo test it? First of all, it's a single player game, co op, third person RPG. Okay, that you can drop in, drop out, cross play. Testing servers, I get that. Okay. Sure. But February 25th is the demo. It's not released. The full game is not released. Just the demo. Okay. Am I the only one that sees this, what's happening to the industry? That if you're an investor, if I invest my money into a company, I want return on my investment. My investment that's, now. That, that's why. That's why they're doing it. For that reason you just said. Yes. Yes. They didn't get enough pre-orders and their investors are like, well, what do we have to do? And they're like, well, we can give a demo of the first couple of hours, and they, they, they want to they know. They want to know, but you finish your thought because I don't want to rant. I'm gonna rant right over it. Go ahead. No, I was just to say, and they want to they want to put it out there because they know the retention of the people that once you play the game, if it's two hours, three hours, five hours, you get to play the game for free. Nothing off their back, right? Nothing off their back because they know that once you play the game, the first ten hours are really polished, really polished. Okay. Then once you play two hours, once it's out, that's it. You can't return it. After 10 hours or 15 hours, you potentially go, oh, yeah, the story campaign was good. Now the end game, you're like, oh, the end game is a little, uh, loot's a little, uh, it's not a live service game, though, right? The point is that they're so confident in their game, but yet they're not confident enough to release on February 2nd. 
They're giving a demo on February 25th, and they're going to launch it. Let's just say they're, they're testing it out for, for bugs and stuff. Okay, right, great. Cool. They let, find the say, bugs. Let's say servers, cross-play, yeah, yeah. stress test. They find right. the bugs. Because, because because everything else has to be done. You're not fixing anything in two months. No. You're not, you're not fixing right. anything in two and, months. And it's not going to be fixed with a day one patch. Okay? Because they're going to find bugs while we play. And they're going to be like, oh, we thank you so much for telling us. We hear you. We hear you. We hear Reese, you. Reese is about to start. He starts saying what I'm about to say. <laughs> See, there, there has to be something going on in the background with these studios. It has to be that when they hit a certain number for pre-order, it does something for the company. There's got to be something else in place because we are not selling a product anymore. This is the this is the major point that we are trying to stress over the last few years and we're going to stress it even more this year developers are not selling a product they are selling a platform the platform is how do we get people to be engaged with our entertainment our entertainment long enough in order to make money on them over and above the entry fee of the product right it's not about hey it's february 25th we made a game we put the game on the shelf Let's see how we do. Let's see if the public likes what we made. Like that, those days are gone, gone. We are not buying a product, right? If the game is done, as they say it is, then the game is done. Right. Whether you give me a, whether you give me a demo on the twenty fifth or you release the game on October or, or, or April first, it's the same game. Same game. The only different the only difference is is they now they're concerned because. They're, there wasn't let, enough interest. Let, there wasn't let, enough let's interest. Try, let's try to let's try to connect the dots. So if if there wasn't enough pre-orders, what's the demo for? The demo the demo is to get people to buy it. Because what's it, the difference? What's the difference if you release the game and the people who play it say, "Hey, this is a great game." I pick up the phone. Hey, bro, I played Outriders or out, out, Outsiders. Outriders. Right? Outriders. It's a, outriders. <laughs> right. Between the movie and the, and the game, it's all it's all up here, right? Hey, bro. It's good. Go out and buy it. It's a good game. Like we're, that part's left out. No one tells anyone to buy games anymore. So if I don't get you in pocket before day one, something's wrong. Yep. There's something wrong with that, guys. There's something wrong with that mentality. Their pre-orders are low, so we're not going to release it. We're going to give them a demo. Well, instead. first of all, let's. So what? To, to hope to hope for re to hope for pre-orders or for people to actually buy the game. I want I want to make it clear. There's no evidence of the pre-orders are low. That is my speculation. Okay, that's my speculation on why they're doing what they're doing. Because February second, it first of all, I hold it back. First of all, it's a full-fledged game. It's not a live service game. So why do you have to test servers when it's just a drop-in, drop-out with two other people? Okay, they're nervous about that. They have to be right to test that out. Okay, and if they make some changes, like I said. Two months is not going to do it. Day one patch is not going to do it. And if they find more bugs during the demo, do you think those are going to be fixed on day one? No, because they weren't fixed now. They haven't been fixed. Okay. Is Avengers, was it done two weeks after? Was it done? All the bugs that we found on the on the, on the the betas that we had a month before, was that fixed? All the problems that we found in Fallout 76, was that fixed? All the bugs that we found in Anthem, was that fixed? All the bugs that we found in every fucking game that's ever been released, demo, beta, alpha, early access, whatever, has it been fixed on day one? Has it been fixed on day two? Has it been fixed in week one, month one, month 10? You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is bullshit. And I'm not mad at the company. People can fly. It, they might have a great, fantastic game here. I don't have an issue with the game. I have an issue with the products, the companies. 
the the industry is doing okay where they don't even pay for testers anymore okay there's like five guys that they pay instead of 100 people in a room play testing every day that's it they don't need to do that anymore they want you to pay for it they want you to pay for the test so they can get more because we're listening we're listening well i'm listening as well okay i hear you loud and clear okay chat I know I'm probably overreacting or you think I'm overreacting to stuff, okay? But I see the way the industry is going and I don't want it, okay? Now I'm a streamer and this is my career. This is my profession that I'm trying to do. So I am going to play the demo and I'm going to tell you if it's good or bad, okay? But my, God damn it, dude, I hate this. This is just Avengers, again. Anthem, again. Fallout 76, again. Cyberpunk, again. They use the words that we're listening and we're not going to release a game until it's complete. Cyberpunk said it. Look what happened. This company said it. Court's all. Here's the ball. Ball's in your court. Don't fuck it up. Because if it comes out April 1st and there's a glitch, if I log in and I disconnect from playing with Sarge, if we have the game and I can't connect or it drops or I fall through the map or I do something else, fuck you. Fuck your company. Fuck the gaming industry. Okay? Because you're all a bunch of fucking liars. Well, it'll be fixed. Day one. Day one patch. It's going to be fixed. They're so scared of not getting money up front. They're so terrified of not getting the money up front that they have to hold it back. <clears throat> nothing nothing is fixed in two months. The only kind of polish that goes on is stability issues, optimization in, in two months. You're not doing anything substantial. Yeah. We all get burned. And, and, and they don't learn. Here's what happens. You know what happens when the demo comes out? Nobody should play. Nobody. Nobody should download <laughs> it. Nobody should play it. They'll sit there and go, it's a free demo. I don't understand. Oh, and I'm, I'm not mad, Gator. This is just acting. Okay. the free, It's a free demo. Why is no one playing the game? Why is no one playing the game? Because we're waiting for it to launch on April 1st. Let me see what you got. Because I want a complete game when I pay my $60 for your game. Okay. So I'm not asking for I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking for a product that you say you're making. Are you making a product? Is that the product? How much you want for it? Is the product done? Good transaction over. We're not we're, we can't we can't even be on that level anymore. It's like they they're want, hiding they something. They're all hiding. They're always hiding something. There's always something that they're hiding. There's nothing. I can tell you, chat. I know. 30, 40 percent of you in the in the chat right now are going to get it. You're going to play the demo. Right? I'm going to play the demo because I want to tell you, oh, yeah, it's a good game. It's this, but uh, it's, uh, it's Marvel Avengers. It's Fallout 76. Yeah. It's Godfall. Right? It's it's all of these games that have problems when they come out. Stop telling us a fucking release date. You say it in a sentence, we'll release the game when it's ready, but yet you're doing a demo test a month and a half before when it releases, and you've delayed it twice now. So what looks good? Is it ready or is it in testing ready, right? And I have to, but good for them. I don't have to pay for it, right? I don't have to pre-order it. I don't have to pay for it. It's a, it's a free demo and I get to play it. That's the best thing. And I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with what the industry is doing to gamers and consumers. Okay, but, but follow that all the way down to the end, okay? Let's say the game is good, right? But only the first 10 hours of the game is good. Right. The ten, the 10 hours that you actually play in the demo, which makes you want to buy it. Then you buy the game. And after the 10 hours, it's a shit fest. Can I return the game? No. 
No, you cannot. No, now you have to wait. No, you cannot. Now you have to wait. You paid 60 bucks. And you're like, oh, they'll fix on the next patch. Oh, they'll fix right. on the next patch. Right. Oh, they'll fix on so the this, next patch. Six so months, is, eight months, 10 months. So this is the only industry where you can fail upward, just like movies. Yeah, it's the right. new movie industry. Right. You can you can actually fail in a game and actually fail upward. You still make the money because you failed. I failed. The game is not good, but there's a bunch of people waiting for us to fix it. But do I have to fix it? No, you don't have to fix it because they only need to make the game three hours worth of your time. Because two hours, after two hours, you don't get your money back. Okay? Two hours, you don't get your money back. The game can be perfect through the campaign, but it's a looter shooter. Right? Even though it's a standalone, not a live service game, the end game could suck balls, and it doesn't matter. Right? And they'll be like, oh, we hear you. Oh, you guys wanted actual loot? Oh, we were talking about... And again, I'm not saying them specifically. I'm saying every game that's come out before them. Right? They're like, oh yeah, we have an end game. We have an end game. Oh yeah, we have a, we have plenty of stuff. Right? No one knew Anthem sucked until hour like 70. No one, no one, you know what I'm saying? All these games that are looters are like, oh yeah, there's just no loot. There's just no things. And then they come out, we hear you. And everyone's like, oh, good job. Thanks. Working so hard for, for getting this game out and working so hard on it. We really appreciate you. No, you know what I appreciate? Honesty. I really appreciate honesty. And you sold me a fucking broken car. Or a broken... You sold me a car with three wheels. And you had a picture in the... That, that was the fourth wheel was on the car, photoshopped. Right, but it was, but it was, on, the, it was on the back shot. Yeah. The, that wheel, yeah. the wheel is missing yeah. wasn't on the camera side. Do you know what I mean? God, it was just so... Speaking of Wonder Woman, we're moving on from Outriders. Do you have anything else to say about Outriders, Serge? I, I don't, I don't want to break up your rant. Oh, I'm done with my rant. You can, you can, I know. You can, I, I don't, I don't want to break, I don't want to break it up. You, you, you basically said everything I was going to say. <clears throat> All right. Capcom. Okay. Capcom. Here's another company that I don't ever play Capcom games on, on stream anyway, but uh, Capcom, 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 just in case Capcom is listening. Okay. Basically what Capcom is doing right now is they're striking anyone down that is making any content. doesn't matter what they have the right to take anyone's content and pull it down. And I knew this going into it, into streaming. I knew, I looked at people and was like, how the fuck are they filming that? How are they using that clip? How are they using those people? How are they using this thing, right? No one gets permission about anything. But yet in the real world, okay, outside of the internet, when I worked in television and film, if I pointed my camera towards anybody, they had to be paid extras in the background. And if they weren't paid extras, I had to get a written consent form Okay, a release form for everyone in the background. So just think about this for a second. Okay, if I'm filming a football stadium, okay, everybody in the football stadium has to sign a release form unless you post it at the gate on a sign that says you will be on camera, you're like this and whatever, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay. And you, you can't say no because you paid $200 to go into the stadium to watch your soccer team or football team or baseball team, okay? And you paid all your money. So you're not going to look at that sign and go, yeah, I'm not going to go in because I'm going to be on – they're going to use my likeness and logo, right, or the likeness of me, okay? I go into a grocery store. If I film in the grocery store, they block off the grocery store. We put actors in the thing and extras, and they go down the thing. And if we don't, and it's just like a reality show – Anyone that crossed in the background, PA is ready to go. Okay, that person, that person, that person was on the, on screen. Oh, they run out. They get some release forms. They get that, and they and if they don't sign, we have to blur it out. So anytime you watch a television show, if you see a blurred face, those people didn't sign the release. Okay, that's just what it is. Why do they have to do this? Because let's say I'm wanted by the FBI. Let's say I'm I'm in uh, I'm in uh, 
pr uh, protective custody. I'm in Utah in a supermarket thinking I'm all by myself. And all of a sudden, some guy comes in on YouTube and is like, hey, I'm live streaming. And buddy. And the guy's like, what the hell's happening? And all of a sudden, it's live on air. Someone sees and goes, oh, there's Todd. Where is he? Utah. Here I come, Todd. Okay. Hunts you down and then you're dead. Okay. There's things like that that are real. Okay. YouTube, Twitch, IRL streams, okay? They think because something at a convention says your likeness, is, can, you can be filmed, they think that applies to them, that they can film, okay, because they did something. No, the person that's having the event paid a shit ton of money to rent the actual building out, and if they choose to shoot something there, they can. Doesn't mean you can come in IRL and be like, hey, look at me, look at this. You have to get written consent forms. Nope, not in YouTube. Not on, not on Twitch. Everyone just does whatever they want. So let me go back to Capcom here. Capcom says, if you if you play our games and you talk bad about them, we don't like it. We, we strike your video down, okay? If we don't want you streaming it, if we don't like you, okay? It doesn't matter if you're making great content for it. If I don't like the way you look, talk, whatever, strike down. And I don't need to tell you a reason. Why? Because they own the rights to their product. And now I know people will be like, I know people will be like, well, it's stupid if the companies don't give you permission because you're you're giving them advertisement. It's free advertisement for them. They don't care. If they're in if there's a thing that they don't agree with, at Twitch or YouTube at any moment right now can look at me and go, I don't like what this guy's saying. Strike. Right? They don't have to give me a reason. They can make up one, be like, well. You said something and it offended someone and someone didn't this and we done. That's all they have to do. They can shut your channel down all they want. Okay. At any moment. So is Capcom and, and, and Capcom and Capcom is basically saying this is what's gonna happen. Right. They're like, the first. They're just saying, no, no, they're they're saying you guys can do whatever you want. You want to use our stuff, just remember, whenever we want, we'll take it down. Right. And if you if we didn't give you a code or something. Right, they can pick the people they like, because they they make the narrative. Okay, and if you paid for the game and you're showing your footage, even though you paid sixty bucks for your game or whatever, you own that license to the game. I can show that game whatever I want, but if I talk bad about it, and 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 they don't like it, they can strike it down. Right, and that that is what's happening. Okay, and they're just one of the few people that, or a few of the companies that are starting the ball rolling. Right? The music industry started doing it with the DMCA's over the last couple of years. Okay, Video games, Nintendo does it all the time. They're like, we don't want you showing our Nintendo stuff. That's it. Right? Boom. Do you think Nintendo's hurting? Uh, last time I looked, 2.8 million people bought a Switch. Right? Do you think that because they're not streaming Mario games on Twitch or YouTube videos that Nintendo's uh, dying over here? You know what I mean? Right. You better talk good. <laughs> right. You better talk good. Right? Uh, look. I'll never stray about talking bad. Like, look, I'll give credit where credit's due, and I'll give criticism where criticism's due. Okay? That's how I roll. Okay? I also try to find... Anytime you see me do any kind of stuff, I give credit where credit's due. I, I say where the article's from. I say this is from this. Right? When I'm on my YouTube videos. Okay? That's what we do. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay? I try not to... Uh, any articles that I have, I'll put in the in the description. Right? And sometimes I forget. But that's what you have to do. You can't just do whatever you want... And whatever, and everyone's like, "Well, Capcom's an asshole." Okay, but they're not wrong. They're not wrong at what they're doing. The legal jargon that's going in—it's just like the football, where they say uh, I think consent. I, I, 
I think the best the best line in the Capcom contract is at the end of the contract it says in this universe or any other parallel or yeah. inter- interdimensional <laughs> universes. Yeah, yeah. Which means that in case we find a parallel di- parallel dimension and there's another Capcom in they, there, they, they covered the rights for that too. They, They're covered. They covered their ass. <laughs> Think how insane that shit is. Yeah, they covered their ass. Think how insane that shit is. Um, if they fight it, they won't win. They they won't win. The only thing they could do is basically cancer culture like all of a sudden they're like oh uh capcom struck one of the biggest youtubers down or one of the biggest streamers down they'll be like oh don't poor him he can't stream capcom anymore and then they'll be like oh this is bullshit i don't like capcom and then they hashtag capcom sucks balls right and they'll be like oh no everyone hates us and they'll come out with a statement oh well we, re- we reconsidered you can do this until you can again Right? It's a speeding ticket. I'm going to speed until I get a speeding ticket, and then I get the speeding ticket, and I don't want to speed anymore. And then I stop speeding, and then I start slowly building up speed again until I get my next speeding ticket. Right? That's what it is. Short-term goldfish brain people don't care. Take-Two did that's it with true. some YouTuber that's, guy over, over Borderlands 3. That's right, Brain. That's that's right, Brain, and that's why I didn't buy Borderlands 3. <clears throat> I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't either. I, I, I took that serious. I took the fact that goons were sent to a kid's house and and he was terrified that and, and that's someone who actually loves Borderlands. He promoted Borderlands 24/7. He loved Borderlands and they destroyed him. That's why I wouldn't buy the game. I wouldn't buy the game. <clears throat> Reese, the 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 thing is if I take a video and show Capcom and I start giving uh, play-by-play cuz they say in the contract in the in the in the new terms it says if you give a play-by-play like I'm playing Capcom. Oh, uh if you guys do a AB combo uh on this game and, and, and I'm giving like teaching stuff, they're okay with that. But if I start talking about Capcom, well Capcom, you see this glitch that's happening here? This glitch is uh really bad and you're you're falling through the map. They're like Argh! Sorry, it doesn't matter if you're talking uh, the truth or not. They can strike you down because you're talking bad about their game. It's like it's 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 like a guy and a girl dating, and some guy or girl walks up and says your significant other is ugly, right? You could say that, but the dude's gonna punch you in the face or she's gonna kick you in the nuts because that's what's gonna happen because that's their right of saying what that what happened there, right? So just picture. Capcom is the significant other. You're making fun of their significant other, and they're going to come and kick you in the nuts or punch you in the face, and that's what they're going to do. And you can you can argue the fact, but they have a lot more money than you. And what they'll do is they'll just tie you up in a nice little area to make you stay in courts all day long, every day, until you run out of money, and you're like, I can't do this. And they're like, all right, have a nice day. Now you're in debt. You're in the hole, and they go on making more money because, again— Last time I checked, Capcom's not struggling for money. <clears throat> but I totally agree with you. Depending on the situation, uh, it's not fair use, especially in their new terms of service. They can strike down anything. And they're they're just one of the companies that are rewording their contracts. They're uh, rewording the license that you sign by hitting the A button or hitting OK. Because nobody, 99.9%, unless you're uh, Hogue Law is not reading the terms of service before you hit A on Cyberpunk, okay? Or any other game that comes out. My, mind you, if you guys don't know who Hogue Law is, great YouTube channel. It's a, uh, uh, I forget what is... Um, Hogue Law. No, I know it's Hogue Law, but I forget the, yeah. the, the lawyer's first name. Robert, I think it is. Uh, he's from Michigan. 
and he goes over a bunch of different wording and stuff. So if you like that jargon, which I do, I'm a, I'm an old guy. So I like listening to the legal jargon stuff. Fantastic channel, Hoglaw. So um, check it out. <clears throat> All right, back for blood. We'll have live service elements, Sarge. Now, you were excited for this because you're like, it's Left for Dead. It's Left for Dead. I'm excited for it because it's Left for Dead. Okay. So live service has become something of a dirty word in the gaming community and not without any good reason. Or I'm sorry. And not without, yeah, without any good reason. While usually associated with huge companies like EA or established franchises like Call of Duty, plenty of medium-sized studios and dipped their toe in the live service games like Turtle Rock is among, among them. Having confirmed the upcoming Back for Blood will contain live service elements. According to Turtle Rock, Back for Blood will feature multiple cosmetic items, skins, and characters, some of which are available only through the pre-order and Ultimate Edition as part of the game's annual pass. A spiritual follow-up by Left 4 Dead, an upcoming zombie shooter features four-player co-op, eight-player PvP, and a return of Left 4 Dead characters director system. Um, the developers also promised three planned DLCs, including new story content characters and new special uh, infected types. The last detail may ruffle some feathers, especially in the new enemy type, is part of the Day 1 DLC. Day 1 DLC. Even if it isn't the case, gamers have been burned before with low quality for explosive season passes. Uh, Turtle Rock has already faced criticism in the approach to the DLC of season pass content. The studio previously titled Evolve. Remember Evolve, Sarge? Uh, infamously featured a $136 worth of DLC at launch. So you paid you paid the money, uh, 60 bucks or 40 bucks, whatever the game was at launch. And then right the day one, $136 worth of DLC at launch. The game offered 44 separate day one DLCs in addition to $24.99 season pass. Turtle Rock eventually lowered the prices, but only after the game started losing popularity. Evolve eventually went free to play. Hmm, I wonder why. And the public servers were ultimately shut down in 2018. So, Sarge, where do you think this ends up if they start doing the same, almost the same techniques as they did with Evolve, but now with Back for Blood? All right, I'm going to get the big book of bull out and, 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 and I'll write this down. <laughs> so, basically what's going to end up happening for this game is if it releases on time which it should be sometime in the fall this year june correct? june actually it comes out supposedly right so fall this year so basically what's going to end up happening is if it goes as a, as a games as a service what they're probably trying to do is they're probably trying to get you in for the levels that are in the game and the games as service part's going to be added levels throughout the year okay skins and different character archetypes that doesn't really mean anything it's probably just skins so if, besides the four guys that are in the game you probably can make your own guy or there's other characters that you can bring in yeah i don't think you're gonna that, be able to make your own now, guy no no well I, I, i'm speculating right once again this type of game is a game that you buy and you play and then you don't play anymore and then when your friends get on you play it for a little bit and then you don't play no more this is not a game that's supposed to be or has to be a games <clears> as service <throat> I don't understand how you could turn a zombie shooter into a games of service. The only things you can change in it are maps and the characters. That's it. That's all you're gonna be able to change. What else can you? What else are you gonna charge me for? So when I play the four levels, I'm done with the four levels, and then you're gonna invent another level. Like, is that is that the only reason why it's a games of service? And what am I gonna pay? Am I paying an additional ten dollars for a map pack? Is that is that basically how? At, at this point, I don't care. Yeah, but. I don't care. Here's the thing, right? When you come out with a game, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what let's play Left 4 Dead. Uh, that, that's that's how this goes. Right. I bought a game. I have a game. Somebody else has the game. Hey, you want to play Left 4 Dead? Cool. Let's play Left 4 Dead. And that's what it is. I well, that, that's exactly what it is. But I have a problem with this as far as you release a game day one, okay, 
you release a day game day one. Yeah, they said they're gonna have some. I don't know if they say they're gonna have events. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't say. Uh, let's see, embrace yeah, the Chris, Christmas zombies, Halloween zombies, yeah, with, with the hats, zombie. yeah, yeah, Super Bowl zombies. What 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 kind of event can you have with zombies? Uh, it says unlikely guys, that many other you... objects, three reasonable priced content, rich pieces of DLC on each. Of, uh, uh, on the other hand, the studio is also sure to catch flack and that decides to place quality over quantity. Uh, I'm sorry, quantity over quality. So it doesn't say any kind of events <clears throat> is going to happen. Here, here's my problem with games. We, we did this with Destiny back in 2014. Destiny came out and before it came out, they were already telling you about DLC. Right, it was Dark Below and House of Wolves. Before the game even launched, they were talking about the DLC. So when the game came out, you started playing it, and you were done in like seven hours, eight hours, and you're like, oh, well, I can walk into this room, but there's nothing here. Like, we glitched into a place, and we're like, this is cut content. This is cut content that you had to pay an additional $30 for, for Dark Below and House of Wolves, because it was like 15 bucks a piece, Okay. And or it was 15 bucks a piece if you if you bought them separate, but $10 a piece if you bought them with the actual game when you pre-ordered it, right? So you, you save $10. I hate that shit. It's like, just throw that in the game. Throw that in the game, and then, once the game's launching, and then three months down the road, you go, hey, by the way, we have our first DLC pack. Don't announce it before. You just announced that you're going to have a season pass, multiple DLCs, okay, and you're, and, you're, and you're selling the game. And you're already telling me you're all the stuff. Like, this is the problem with the gaming industry, right? Everyone's like... Oh my god, I'm so excited for the game. I'm so excited for the game. Oh my god, did you see their season pass from a year from now? Oh my god, I'm so excited for the game. It's like, you, you're paying full price now. And you have to wait 12 months to get the last part of that of that, of that that DLC. Oh, but it's so good. It's so good. So good. I'm not paying $100 for a game, Sarge. I'm not paying $100 for the game. Oh wait, the DLC is 15 bucks a piece. I paid 60 bucks. Now 70 on on PlayStation. Uh... And then it's thirty dollars. Oh wait, that that adds up to eighty, ninety, hundred dollars, and that's not the pre-order special edition, deluxe edition, and all the other stuff. That's just but the that's, DLC, right? Across but twelve but months. That's a, but that's the target. The target is they want you paying a hundred dollars for a game. That's the target. Right. So whether they get it, whether they get it from you all up front, or they get you across the year. See, the difference is you used to be able to purchase a game for fifty, sixty dollars. And then you play the game, and you're finished with the game, and then you wait for the next game, and I go right. play something else. Okay. Now they're, they're all competing. Selling, they're, they're not selling product. They're not competing for the product. They're competing for the time, time. inside yeah. the game. So when they invent the game, they want you to play in the game, and then when you're done with the game, they want to be able to download something else into the game to keep your eyeballs in their game so you spend more right. of the microtransactions in their game right instead of just being this game's over and what happens is is they milk you long enough until the next game comes out now right. the problem i have with this is maybe this is only me but if i'm playing a sci-fi game right and i'm playing the sci-fi game for about two years right maybe i'm done with sci-fi at this point maybe i'm tired of sci-fi maybe i want a shooter or maybe i want an rts or maybe I want to do a medieval, right? I'm done with that game at that time frame, and I move on to something else. Not anymore. They are now competing for your time inside of a genre or whatever it is for that game. Always, you don't get, you can't just walk away from a game and say, "Okay, I'm gonna go play something else." They gotta have you there, right? Right. So you're gonna be playing like Grand Theft Auto is a perfect example. Grand Theft Auto, and they constantly were putting in stuff, the daily rewards, to keep you, yeah, to keep you in Grand Theft Auto. 
They know. They That's know. The... They, they know if you check in for the daily reward, you might play the game that day. Right. 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 Just to keep you in there. Right. It's not about I made the game. We played the game. I'm finished with the game. Let's wait for the next game. And while I'm playing that game, it's no longer a sixty dollar game. Now it's a seventy dollar game. Now it's an eighty dollar game. Now it's a ninety-five dollar game. Maybe it's a two hundred dollar game, depending on how many things you purchased over the time frame of the game. Now, Grand Theft Auto is in immaculate position where they never made a DLC. They never made a DLC. They just kept releasing stuff for multiplayer. Yeah. There was never a DLC. They didn't, and why was that? And we've had this conversation before. It's because the online's yeah. Because they don't need to make a DLC. Right, they don't need to come out with something substantial into the game because you guys are just putting money into the game for doing whatever. Right. If you, if you, uh, I bought, a, I bought a gold plane. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. If if you want, if you want Grand Theft Auto Six to come out, stop playing Grand Theft Auto Five. Right. Right. If you want, if, if you want Destiny to get better, stop playing shit that doesn't work in Destiny. It's very simple. Right. If you want the next but, thing, stop playing the last thing. The, the competition the competition is no longer for product and for IP. It is now for platforming and how long I can keep your eyeballs <laughs> inside my platform. I guarantee I guarantee you going back to Outriders, if nobody played the demo in, in in a world, if we could get out to everyone and go, do not play this demo. Play it when it comes out and wait. Day one when it comes out, no one buy it. No one buy it day one. Okay. So would it, so so under that under that pretense, would, would they not release the game? No, they would. If they don't get enough, if they don't get enough, enough would they just not release the game? They they would. They would sweat. They'd be sweating bullets. Oh my god, we just worked on this game for the last six years. Okay, what do we have to do? All right, scramble people. What do we have to do? Well, what about if we give it half off for for this weekend? Yeah, that's a good idea. Good idea, right? And that that's what you do. And then you you, you jump on and you're like, all right, cool. I'm gonna pay. And then you can buy the mega transactions and their micro transactions. Again, Outriders doesn't have that it's a full-fledged game their words not mine uh so but if you didn't buy something on day one you watch on day two they'd be like we didn't sell anything like zero half off right now put that shit up on the stores digital version only half off people would buy it people would buy it right little timmy already pre-ordered yeah they already pre-ordered so as they said free demo everyone's like oh <laughs> pre-order <laughs> Right, they're 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 totally in on it. Uh, all right, the last story I want to talk about, okay, is Wonder Woman. I love the I love the headlines of, of this one. All right, <clears throat> Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, soars past one hundred eighteen million dollars at the box office. Sarge is doing the the scene of her. F- f- she wasn't actually flying; she was falling gracefully. Spring. She's soaring. Yeah, she's soaring through the skies. So Warner Brothers has announced the second weekend box office results for Wonder Woman 1984 and Gal Gadot starring the superhero movie, or starring in the superhero movie, made uh, further $5.5 million in North America. And you're like, wow, that's, that's fantastic. Okay, in North America over the weekend, which is down from the first weekend, 67%. Before pandemic, just to give people a, a, a little bit of clarity here before pandemic if your movie drops 67 percent from one weekend to the next garbage garbage that's what it was now after pandemic they want to tell you that wonder woman dropped 67 percent, but it actually helped the movie industry and it's the number one this is their words not mine it's the number one movie in theaters 
in, during a pandemic. Now, I just want to let what is the status and what are they comparing it to? Did movie industry exist during the bubonic plague when they when they had the the the, the giant plague back then? I, I I don't think it did, right? So what are they comparing this to as far as? Yeah, it's the it's the number one movie during a plague. Like, come on, this is like one of those stats when they when you're watching a sporting event and they're like, uh, the batter's up, uh, he's batting three, he's batting seven hundred and fifty on a Tuesday when it rains in Kentucky, and you're like, what? what? And then it's like just some random stat that they just pull out of their assholes because they want to make it sound like it's doing good. Okay, with five point five million, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four has now made a grand total in the U S. and Canada. A whopping $28.5 million. Okay. A whopping $28 million after two weeks in the box office. Okay. Which supply would supply the numbers suggested that the big drop-off ticket sales in the second weekend partially attributed to the people realizing they can stream the movie on home on HBO Max and spend less to do it compared to buying tickets for a whole family. Deadline also noted that Wonder Woman 1984 B-plus cinema score rating might have contributed to a bigger downturn in ticket sales than expected. Uh, do you think maybe because the B-rated that it got, which actually should be a D-rating, because the actual directing and writing and plot points and holes in this movie sucked balls? Do you think that's why it dropped 67% the second weekend? I don't know. Box office results also front-loaded to the drop-off ticket sales across the U.S. and Canada is expected to do some degree in many theaters remain closed, scaled down 60% because of the U.S. closed because of a pandemic. Although the pandemic, this is the uptick in the stock market for movie sales. Yeah, because this is the first movie that came out into theaters that people wanted to see, and boy, were they disappointed. What do you think about this, Sarge, about... Wonder Woman and the ticket sales and all this hoopla that they talk about to make things sound better. This is this is definitely one of those instances where it's failed upward. So what's going to happen now is they already are in talks for the third movie. They already talked about yep. it. They're trying to hype okay. it up already. So, so the movie did so badly that they're already getting ready for the third one, which makes zero sense. So what that really <laughs> means, what that really means is this. We haven't. I have no way of proving this, but I have to figure it's got to be on par with some type of deal in this manner. When Warner Brothers decided to put Wonder Woman on HBO Max, what ends up happening is HBO paid Warner Brothers a set sum. Not a large sum, but a set sum. And then after they see how many people who have HBO actually watch the movie, then they get a percentage more on top of that because their movie was actually watched by that number of people because they can tell what you've been watching. Yeah. They can they can tell everything. So my guess is between the upfront money and the amount of people that watched it, HBO has to pay out a certain amount either in the quarter, in the quarter or over the next year, they get money up, they get money in the back end. It has to work that way in order for the movie to have made enough money to warrant a sequel. There's no way that the movie bombed and then you're going to make another movie on top of it. The reason, That's not how it works. No, the reason they the, the reason they announced the third movie super fast after it launched, like literally like four days after it came out, is to counteract the poor reviews they were getting. Because if... The, the 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 regular people that watch or read headlines, when they see Wonder Woman 3 is already in the works, they're like, oh, well, Wonder Woman 2 must have been really must good have been then. Good. Yes. 
right? And that's what happens. Now, the problem with that is that I don't believe that because there's, there's too many reviews out. I can't believe that you've seen that again, though. A lot of people out. that a lot so of people one article, but not another. No, no, uh, but a lot of people don't read articles, they just read the headings. Do you see what I'm saying? They just yeah. read the headlines. Yeah. I'm a pretty sure that there's a deal going on. But Warner Media and HBO is owned by AT&T. So Peter paid Paul. There's no yes. deal as far as I don't care how much HBO paid Warner Media for the thing. AT&T is like, yeah, just uh yeah, get take 20 bucks from dad and give it to mom, right? Like that's what it is. Timmy comes over and says, "Mom, can I have 20 bucks? Go ask your father." It's coming from the same fucking bank. Okay? It's coming from the exact same bank. They don't care. 118 million, 0.5 million. It took 200 million dollars to make this movie. This movie is a flop, 100% flop. If this came out in theaters, okay, they thought it was going to make a billion dollars. They thought this movie was going to make a billion dollars based on an on stream the other day. I talked about uh, it probably would have made a billion dollars because I think it was like 14 movies that were superhero movies made a billion dollars or close to it. Okay. Even Greenland, even Green Lantern. Uh, Green Lantern made like six hundred or five hundred. Yeah. It was a bomb. Anyway, yeah, okay. okay. But but that's before the last six years. In the last six years, there's been more billion dollar movies than there was in the entirety of ever being a billion movies. Ninety three was Jurassic Park. Ninety seven was Titanic. Ninety nine was Star Wars. Uh, Two thousand one was Harry Potter. After that, after uh, two thousand ten. It was like three or four movies a year making a billion dollars up until last year, 2019, okay, or two years ago now, right? This this is this is bad, and, and creatures asking, what do I think? I want the movies to recover. Movie theaters to me are a necessity, okay, for people's sanity and mind. I know people think they want the 90-inch television sets in their house and with the surround sound system, and they're going to watch whatever movie. But I can guarantee you, when you watch a movie at home, uh, do you guys watch Red Letter Media uh, on, on YouTube? They made a good a good uh, thing about this. Guy starts eating chips, like they're about to watch Wonder Woman in their Wonder Woman review. And the guy is in the background. The phone starts ringing. There's a dog barking outside. He's starting to eat potato chips. He's making all this like racket. And they're like, I can't hear you. And the guy's just sitting there like, he can't hear the movie because... Everything around him, kids screaming, dogs barking, they, doorbells ringing, cell phones are, are, are. That's why, bless you. That's why I don't want to watch movies at home. Obviously, I like watching movies at home, but there's experiences that you go to the theater to watch. Okay. People go to the theaters for multiple reasons. One, get the fuck out of the house. They want to go somewhere and get out of the house. Okay. Why do you think, why do you think that Thanksgiving and Christmas are the biggest movie days? Yeah. Spend time with family, and they don't want to talk to family, just want to go to the theater and watch a movie for two hours of silence, okay? That's why they go to the theaters on Thanksgiving and Christmas, okay? Two, where else are you going to get a handjob from for your first handjob when you get it, when, you, when you go on dates, okay? And you're dating. Kids are not going to date. Are getting, right? Restaurants are getting real tough. Yeah, you can't, you can't do it in, in booths and stuff in the restaurants. So you, you need hey, theaters for that, tough. okay? You, you need movie theaters for an experience. There's something about sitting in a theater with... 200 other people or a thousand other people watching a big ticket event right even a shitty movie when you watch with a group of people and they start laughing you laugh a little bit more they start saying fuck this movie you're like yeah yeah it's this it's just like going to a comedy club right there's this this aura inside the room that you you're just like this is good this is bad you can feel the you can feel the energy in the actual theater okay this doesn't happen at home 
At home, you're just like. Did you watch that? You see what did it say? I don't know. Rewind. Hit that. Rewind. Hold on. Pause. I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay, go to the bathroom. They go to the. Dad, can I have this? Can you just make the popcorn while you're up? Yeah, sure. It turns into a, a, a different type of event. Okay, like you just want to go outside, get in the car, and drive type of event. Okay, movies are a necessity, and people, especially this time now, we've been stuck. A lot of people have been stuck home for months. Okay, don't have jobs, don't have anything. Even if they can get out, they they don't they don't know where to go. Movie theaters are a necessity. They need to bring back movie theaters. I don't know how they can save it. I don't know what movie theaters can do. They need to start finding something to bring back the theaters and bring shitty movies like this. First of all, you need good writers. Okay, uh, I, I did watch a good movie from a director that everyone hated from the Last Jedi. I watched Ryan Johnson's Knives Out film, and it was amazing it was an amazing film just like his other movies were before last jedi last jedi just not his thing okay he shouldn't have directed a, a star wars film and he should direct movies like he did with knives out i thought it was a brilliant movie i thought it was fantastic right last jedi he can go jump off a bridge he completely destroyed the entire film cinematically there was parts and stuff that looked good in it but overall it was a complete it was wonder woman that's what it was it was wonder woman 1984 okay but for me, I want theaters. I don't know about you, Sarge. Do you like theaters or do you want you want home theater? I can't I can't disagree with you on this one. Like I think that if we got rid of movie theaters culturally, it'd be a big hole. Like because because theaters that means also like art theaters, like like uh, like a show. Yeah, it's plays. the same thing. Yeah, plays. So if you get rid of you're gonna get rid of all theaters, basically. And then, then what happens? Like at this point. You know what? What are we supposed to be doing? No like, culture, no arts. Yeah, every, everything is at home. No, no more, no more banter in the theater or before the movie or after the movie. Everyone's just home all the time. We're texting each other. Like that's it. That I, it seems. It seems. Uh, it's 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 very sad if if it goes that direction. I don't know. I don't know if law change will help. But I don't think also that movie theaters should own movie theaters. Like the the companies who make the movies shouldn't own theaters. It's got to be, there's got to be an intermediary. You know what I mean? It's, it can't just be this. It can't be home. Now, I want to, there's certain movies that have to be watched on a big screen. You have to watch it on a big screen. Mm. Like, I don't ever watch a Godzilla movie home. I watch a Godzilla movie in the theater, right? You have to watch the Independence Day, those kind of epic movies. You watch that on a big screen. Watching Independence Day on your television, I don't care how big your TV is. It's like Saving right. Private Ryan. When it first scale, came out theater, the yeah. scale and the scope for certain movies has to be on those screens. <clears throat> how about how about saving? Remember when Saving Private Ryan came out? How awesome that was in the theater to watch that. Or how about something about Mary or Tommy Boy? The laughter with everybody else in the theater when the jizz is in her hair and gets his, you know what I mean? Like gets his Frank on top of the beans and stuff like that. Like just the energy in the room with that. Like yeah, you'll, you'll laugh at home, but you're the dogs bark and the things happen. There's there's so much stuff happening and. And by all means, Besides, not everybody in your family understands everybody else's sense of humor. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes what I'm going to laugh at is completely I might, different. I, I might not want to laugh because I know they're not going to like me laughing about it. But if the rest of the theater's laughing, I'm laughing. Exactly. Exactly. It, there's just something about it. there's there's chemistry there. Yes, you get to pay ten dollars for co uh for, you know, for coffee, for popcorn, for drinks, or whatever. But to me, movie theaters, plays, all those things need to happen. Remember when they when people get upset about like when when schools cut budgets and all the arts 
goes away, like sports and well, actually, sports is different. But oh no, like sports the, they have to keep. They, arts they keep right. First. Arts go away yeah. first, and people are upset about it. That's what's happening now. Arts is going away, and this is not school. This is like life, and you need arts to get out of your to mundane mellow, to, to mellow people out. Yeah, to get out of your yeah. mundane life and stuff like that. Right. So again, you don't have to buy the popcorn. People sneak fucking food in, but that's one of the problems. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix, if you don't have your if your in-game play and how you go to a theater now, you know, besides the ticket prices, the only thing that's expensive is the food. And we bring in enough food and stuff in our pockets and yeah, they know that, they know you're doing that. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. Whatever, man. The theaters don't make money. Uh when the when the movie first releases, they don't make money. They make very little zero sometimes percent off ticket sales. And then it goes up to like one, two, three percent. Uh, and then the longer it stays in theaters, they make more money. Well, now they sign that new contract what? early in the year, 17 days, and then it's at home. Right. So it's like, what, right. what are they making? What are they making? Right. Right. So we might want it to stay for our reasons, but logistically and financially, yeah. it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look it good doesn't at look all. Good. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. I would love to own a theater and just like play popular things in the theater. Like basically you just hook up your Roku and have people come you in and watch. To, it. <laughs> I, I think, I think the only way it works is, is if somebody else owns a corporation where the movie theater that they own is the one that takes the loss and they have other businesses to make up for it. Like that's the only way it would work. I would, you know, the theater, cause the theater is not going to make money. Well, I would, I would almost make a theater where you would have to sign a deal with like, like Netflix or whatever. Right. Where like, it premieres, but only on your theater for like one day early or something. And it's free. You come to the theater for free, but you, there's a, it's like a comedy club is a, is a two drink minimum. You see what I'm saying? Like anyone can come into the theater. Okay. And the theater makes money off the concessions. So it's a two drink minimum and the money that they're paying for the streaming service, or I own a Blu-ray disc of a movie and it's just themed. We're going to watch Cobra Kai this week at at 30 and still gaming's theater it's free to come and watch but that's what i mean to drink have minimum to be, it would, it, the business couldn't be couldn't be sustained on its own it would have to be part of a larger corporation they have to where, where 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 that building is the one losing out of the company's assets like yeah. that's the way it worked yeah you can't have a standalone theater it just can't be the corporation can't just be we have movie theaters the corporation has to be like we sell soda and we're in every store in America, and we have a movie theater. Like that's that's the only way it would work. Right. I mean, I, I mean, think about that. When the comedy clubs do that for art for for comedy, right? They don't charge tickets to come in. It's free to come in to no, watch. No, no, comedy comedy clubs charge. No, 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 no. There's ones. there's no. What I'm saying is, when they do the comedy clubs and they don't charge for tickets, it's just a two drink minimum, right? They know that they're gonna make at least twenty bucks off each person that comes through the door just on concessions alone, okay? And then the comedian makes his money off a percentage of that. You see what I'm saying? You come into the show, that that brings in that brings in the crowd. Now, obviously, we're during a pandemic. It doesn't matter if you make it free to movie. You still can only have less people in the theater. People are still freaked out about going to the theaters to because they don't want to get the cooties. You know what I mean? So I pay a higher rate to rent a room uh, and then have control over the movie. Well, they, they do. You can rent movies right now. You can rent a theater out right now, 100 bucks, and you can go plug your Xbox in and go play on the theater if you wanted to, right? Or you could just toss a movie in and go and, and go do that. They do that now. You could rent out theaters. It used to be like thousands of dollars because of for corporate events and stuff, but now it's like hundreds of dollars. Sometimes I think $100 at your local theaters because they're they're looking for anything, anything to, to, to make money now. So it's a shame. Yeah. So... 
That's it. That's Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. 246 is in the can. We do appreciate you joining us for the first episode of Season 7 of JXG. Uh, if you miss any of it, you can watch the past broadcast right here on YouTube.com. Uh, this will be uploaded to the audio formats this weekend. So if you missed it and you want to listen to it in an audio format, it'll be on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. We do appreciate you very much. Make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey over on Twitter. Make sure you follow me on 30 and Still Gaming. I do morning streams over on the Purple platform from 10 o'clock in the morning till 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Thursday. I do night streams over here on YouTube, Monday through Thursday from 8 p.m. to midnight. I do a show called The Mando Show that's uh, not airing anymore. And now we're moving over to WandaVision over on Repeat Theater. And then we also do Generation X Gaming here on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you like the content that we produce here, please hit the like button. Please share it with somebody. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can hit a join member, become a member of this uh, of this podcast uh, or this channel. Uh, it goes, everything goes towards this and makes it better. Get Sarge a working microphone uh, and other stuff like that. So I do appreciate it very much. This stream is over, but if you wait in about 10 minutes, we're going to go live. We're going to play some Star Wars Battlefront 2 tonight. So if you guys want to watch that, come on over and hang out with us. Appreciate you very much. Have a nice night. Take care, guys. that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.